Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. (sighs) We are back. Look at us. Wow, the month is over. When you get this, it is going to be February 1st. It is. It is February 1st. Um, Tomorrow's Groundhog's Day, which is my mom's birthday. And that's the only reason I know what day Groundhog's Day is. I thought that's on the 2nd. It is. Oh, but it's the first for you. It's the first already for me, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, your mom's birthday is Groundhog's Day? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you get her anything Groundhog's Day related for her birthday? I do not. What is a Groundhog's Day related gift? Because now I, I kind of want to. Like, I don't know, like a hat made of from a groundhog. <laughs> I mean, she's not a hat gal, but I think if I bought her that, she would like force herself to wear it just because she loves me. You know how moms do? Yeah. They wear, I, don't like... even... I don't even know what a groundhog looks like. I'm going to find out. If I saw if I saw a beaver, uh, groundhog, and I couldn't see the tail, I'd probably think that they're the same. And I think that they yeah, are the same it literally it tail. literally looks it looks like a beaver, except like, <laughs> um, I think I like I think beavers are cuter. That's my opinion. Okay. Is it the I have a right to it. <laughs> are you, you a know, I don't. Gal? I don't even know if it's like that. I think I just like that beavers are like. You know, it has nothing to do with them being cute. I think I just like like what beavers are about. Like they're hardworking, mm. they're community or or you know oriented. Um, mm. You know, I like and I love that. I love that about them. I feel like they are the like the activists of the natural world. They're like, That's you know so what? Great. This river is is going this way. I have the power to change it, and as a collective, we can change it. And they build a dam. I they think literally that's great. have "damn" in their vocabulary, and that's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I think also that's really cool. I also learned um, that beavers—not uh, to like kill off the beavers—but in a survival instinct um, mentality, uh, beavers have a very good fat source in their meat. Or like, if you like eat a beaver, it has a very good fat source. In cold climate, that's important to have a good fat source to keep warm. Oh, so you mean like if I like if my plane crashes mm-hmm. in like mm-hmm. the Cascade Mountains? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Or really anywhere in Canada. I just find a beaver like I should eat it. Yeah. And like um, its fur is waterproof. And mm-hmm. like very warm as well, so sick. So I'll eat it and then make a hat. Yeah, well, actually, they're not easy to kill because they can swim. Um, but if you catch them on land, yeah, know. they look like they'd be slippery. Um, <laughs> they're slippery suckers that they are. Um, Little they're slippery slick. motherfuckers, real slick. You gotta yeah, just get away from you. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fun little fact. Thank you. Um, Lauren, how are Welcome. you doing? 
I'm just that was beaver facts. Survival. <laughs> <laughs> beaver facts. I mean, listen, with it's a Canadian adjacent podcast. Like we have to mention beavers. It's it's part of our our due diligence. Um, I am doing well. I just mm-hmm. moved into my new apartment, so you can kind of see I have a new a new background. Yeah, your background is office. different. Uh huh. Yes. Ooh, you have um, an office. It, it, I have an office, so I'm like, you know. Um, so yeah, just been moving in for like the past, I don't know how many days it's been. I'm not working. Well, I'm not working my normal full-time job and I'm moving and it's still like holiday time. So like it's, it's the equivalent of like the days in between Christmas and New Year's. I'm like, I don't know what day it is. I don't know mm-hmm. what like how like how many more days or how you know what the time difference is so um right but yeah doing been doing well um the weather's been cold but nice like the days here are really blue skies and clear in beijing um in the winter so it's always like a pretty day to look outside the window from the heated apartment you know right <laughs> um but yeah i've been doing well and I plan on getting a massage today. Ooh. um, Yes. uh, I've reached that age where um, I actually need massages. Like, like not the, like, ooh, essential oils. They have that. But, like, I need the actual deep tissue massage for, like, my health and my my actual muscles. Um, Mm -hmm. So, it's, I would say, like, 70% comfort and relaxation and then, like, 30% agonizing pain. Um, that then makes me feel better in about an hour. <laughs> no, I get that. I fully, I get that. Yeah, I actually need to get a massage. I have a. It was I was gifted a massage and I haven't used it yet, so I should I should go do Ooh. that. Yeah, yeah. I very should cash nice. that gift in. You should. Yeah. Or it's it's one of those things you could add it to your appointment list. It could be it could be part of your your list of appointments. That's true. But like it it's a kind of a I've fun been... appointment. Yeah, I have I have been really good with appointments lately. I don't want to brag, but yeah. like bragging. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but like I'm on on time and you know fulfilling my obligations for the appointments that I set. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, but how are you doing, Sneak? I am doing well. Um, today at work was a bit stressful, so I am a little bit tired. Mm. But you know what I did today? I found a show that I'm now obsessed with. It's called The Parent Test. Okay. And it's basically like my cup of tea. It's like they bring together a bunch of different like parents. Um, I almost said parents with children. And I'm like, duh. But like they bring together a bunch (laughs) of children, a bunch of parents who have different parenting styles, like free range, um, you know, strict high achieving whatever and then they like run their children through like tests and the parents through tests to see like who has the superior parenting style and it's like so up my alley because it has kids which i love i love i love kids so i'm like oh these are cute kids like being very precocious and funny but then i get to like judge people because like parents doing things like ooh, like that i do not have children but i'm like i'm I'm a parenting expert i'm like oh God, that's like a terrible method. I just yes, decided, like, oh, I know, I, I just, that. I know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> and I love it. Um, 
I get to be a hater and I get to just be judgy and it's I've I've been watching it all this evening after the recording I'm probably gonna stay up and watch it even though I have to go to work tomorrow I'm like nope I'm gonna watch this actually um actually I'm gonna stay up and watch this (laughs) and I'll deal with the consequences tomorrow even though I have a long day because I have a show tomorrow night and a class before it I was like I don't care I don't care I'm watching the parent (laughs) test that that's a sign of true adulthood where you're like i'm gonna stay up late and i'm gonna ruin my day tomorrow because i'm an adult and i can make my own decisions yeah Yeah. i don't have a bedtime yeah well also um and i and tomorrow there's like i'm not gonna be at the event my job we do like events they have a big event tomorrow Mm -hmm. so i know i'm gonna have so much work to do because like even i'm not gonna be there i'm sure i'm gonna have like manning the company and i'm just like i don't care i'm gonna be up till three o'clock like (laughs) don't there is something (laughs) (laughs) i i still there's something like i think instilled in all of us that like we still get so excited about like staying up past what we're supposed to like for an exciting thing like yes. knowing that i'm gonna regret it tomorrow there's like something of like that excitement that you're like i'm i'm gonna keep watching this show i don't fucking care and you're like it's like 3 a.m you're going to the kitchen for a late night snack and like the entire house is quiet nothing is like no one's awake no notifications it's like my us. dog's not even waking up like it's i know it's late when hendrix is like <laughs> fully like she's like he's do he's like whining in in his sleep because he's drowning i mean he's not drowning he's dreaming (laughs) and he's just like (laughs) he's like dreaming and i'm like i don't care i'm like shut up hendrix i'm watching tv it's a bad dream you're fine (laughs) um so on the other end of the spectrum a parent a, a version of a parenting show um i stumbled upon this tv show called milf island um, have you heard of it? Uh, yes, I have not watched it yet, but I did watch a few YouTube videos about it, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> TLC, what the um, fuck? I, <laughs> TLC, I, I was shocked when I realized it was on TLC and not, like, Zeus Network, not fucking, like, Oxygen, WeTV. Like, I mean, but, but you know, TL- TV, TLC like, ain't shit. Like, you know that. TLC's whole gig is just, like, making fun of people. Like, it's it's just like, mm -hmm. hey, let's watch watch these these losers. Um, Yeah, but there's, like, a level of, like, how is this? It's kind of like, uh, what was that other TLC show that got canceled? Um, Like, like Adopting Adults. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Wasn't someone like trafficking it's like, or something? Like <laughs> fucked up? It was something yeah. really dark happened and they had to cancel it. It's it's giving <laughs> like the darkness of this show is giving adopting adults where it's like the level of like incest and like I don't know if this is okay, but the only reason it's able to be done is because it's it's like older women like going after yeah. younger women. If it was men. Dilf Dilf Manor <sighs> Dilf Dungeon. pedophile manner. <laughs> Dilf Dungeon could never be Dilf made. Dungeon. Like, it was just like hot dads. And now you yes. gotta fuck their daughters. They they would, like, TLC would lose everything, like, if they did that. Yeah. Um, they can't do it. Um, but it, but it yes. also it's, yeah. Yeah, but for those that don't know, Milf, <laughs> Milf Island, or whatever the fuck, Milf Manor, whatever the fuck it's called, is a <laughs> dating like show. Cat Manor. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of rodents. <laughs> Different, different take. Um, 
these uh it's this kind of like oh all these older women are looking to date younger men and then it's kind of this like dating type you know love island type like all these single women all these single men and they're all living in the same resort and dating and fucking so it's all these older women who are into younger guys all these younger guys who are into dating older women but they're all like kind of like mingling and like, you know, pre pre cocktail, you know, drinks or pre pre show drinks. And then they're like, okay, we're going to reveal who you're dating. The, the, it drops and they're dating each other's mothers and each other's sons. And there's a lot of incest mentality, like, it's it's very much like y'all were too close growing up. It's, you you it's, took baths together too long. From what I've seen, it's definitely very like Oedipal complex. Like Freud would have loved this show. Yeah, but you it's know like, Freud is like he's like he's he's like oh he's like in hell probably just like ooh let me out let me out I want to see this. <laughs> I've been yeah, told y'all about this shit. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, it's just like really like. How how does terrible parenting end up in the future? Yeah. This show, like this dynamic. One but one thing I dark, know about it, it's darker that, like, than you one, could even imagine. This was saying, I know like one mom is revealed to have had sex with her son, with her son's friend. Sorry, not her son. Sorry, I'm I was sorry. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, like she had sex with the son's friend, and he was like clearly like, a, like distraught because i'm like yeah it's like a boundary it's a major boundary cross like don't fuck the kids friends like that's fucked up yeah that show's wild you know you know who's not boundary crossing our lovely listeners our lovely listeners <laughs> yes do they have yes. do they have any kind words or suggestions or questions or opinions they sure do um, I first wanted to let Sneak know that we got lots of good comments and messages about our uh, mid, early to mid aughts mall nostalgia. Um, yes, like <laughs> plan the that we were coming up with. <laughs> yes, the 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 candles and also the the four D experience. Yes, of the VR, the VR. That's what it was. Um, but. Uh, I like the when I when I saw those I was like damn that was a good idea we should really figure that out trademark that um sure should okay we got a DM from Krista and uh, I think last week we were talking about true life Um, yes and. Uh, Krista says I believe I have recently been rewatching True Life I think it's on Paramount Plus one of the most problematic ones was um which i hate was was i hate my small boobs the mom was pressuring the daughter to get a boob job at 18 years old so she can try out for the chargers cheer team oh sorry let's just take a break number one that's highly problematic that she's for trying to convince and coerce her, her daughter into getting a boob job at 18 but why the Chargers? Like, let's aim higher. Let's do DCC Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Let's try to get on television. Let's try to be on some dance. Like, let's the Chargers cheer team. The Chargers, who? which who's which city is that? 
they like changed a few times. I think it used to be St. Louis, no, that's Rams. But there's like, I think it used to be LA Chargers, but then they moved, but then also the Rams have moved. So right. it's, it's at one point was in LA. Yeah, it's like you want her to have titties to be like on the, to be a cheerleader. Like, no offense to cheerleaders out there, but like you said, like Dallas Cowboys, yes, maybe. But like, thank you. Not even like to be an actress. Like, like give us again, something it's still highly Come problematic that you're trying to get your 18 year old already care for your boobs done, but at least like something that's like, I don't know, like potentially yeah. more lucrative. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I don't think you need a boob job just to make the Chargers to your team. Like, I think can she can dance? Do it pretty easily. Thank you. What if she can't even dance? Can and she's she, like, <laughs> can she do some high kicks? The mom's like, listen, all split? you need, she's like, all you need is to have tits, toots, <laughs> dancing, schmancing, eight count, yeah, more like a, a, smoker. <laughs> a triple D count. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Krista says, throughout the episode, she constantly is making fun of her daughter's body, and it's so wild that this shit aired. There's also one I, there's also one called I Hate My Big Boobs. I remember that one. Uh-huh. The, um, the, sorry, I lost my place. Uh, they have some real classics available if you're interested in ever watching them. I love your pod. You always make me laugh, Krista. Thanks, Krista. Thank you, Krista. I do love um, a True Life rewatch. I've actually purchased some episodes because I'm sick. Because um, oh, they also yeah. they also have them on Amazon Prime, and you can like buy the seasons. Uh-huh. I bought some. Uh, one of my favorites to rewatch is True Life. I'm addicted to Ecstasy. No, to Molly. That's like one of my favorite ones. Because <laughs> oh, the one yes. girl has a really like ridiculous voice, and I think it's like I feel bad for her addiction, but also it's like funny. The way she yeah, the addiction ones are somehow lighthearted. Like true life addiction episodes are like a lighthearted intervention. Yeah, they're still super dark though. Yeah, but she literally but it's is like, like she it's literally a, has a it's tantrum. almost like a little bit of a reality. She literally has a tantrum trying to get like money from her friend who like jumps over a fence. Like it's so strange. She jumps over like a wall, and she's like, "I need my money!" It's like to get her Molly, and it's how she sounds. She's Molly. like, "Oh my god." I can't believe you bring my money. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> it's fucked up. I hope she's clean. Just, I hope she's fine. It is. I hope you're doing well. Man. Why would you do that? Um, Why would you take my money? <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone knows this episode. <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Someone out there. She actually, actually she's one of our listeners. Well, I hope she... Okay, well, she's doing all right. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you are one of our listeners, slide into our DMs. Um, Come on the pod. Um, and we also got a DM from Finn. So our lovely listener, Finn. I got the yes. the the ins and outs of actually how to say their name. So uh, Finn says, in regards to hooking up in clubs... Hooking up in clubs slash bars are all about knowing your surroundings. Depending on the type of the venue you're at, you could have a whole 30-minute session. Yeah. So, I feel like <sighs> I need to start stretching or something. I don't, ha- I don't have the <laughs> flexibility for that, though. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need, I need some, some room to breathe. I... 
<sighs> I need I need ample ample mouth space. Yeah. Um, alleyways are great if you live in a city without rats. That tracks. I feel like. See, I live um, in a city with lots of rats. All the rats. Some yes, maybe <laughs> maybe stay away from from New York uh, alleyways. Also, New York um, notoriously like doesn't have like alleyways really. That's why there's so much garbage. Oh right, like on the streets. And that's why. Yeah. All the alleyways were turned into to apartments. <laughs> yeah, they just like squeeze an apartment. Like, like guest studio we could something. <laughs> Big guest studio on this. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> they charge um, you $5,000 a month to live in it. <laughs> no, just saying. Um, bathrooms only work out if you know there's more than one and that it's not during a busy hour. Dance floors are always touchy because they have to be packed for you not to get caught. Dance floor hookups. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it happens, yeah. but like. That definitely happens. I mean, but like depends on the depends on the club, though. But like, yeah, but it has it has to be very crowded, and like you can't the fact that people really can't look down and like out at people. Yeah, people are definitely getting fingered like on the dance floor all the time. Yeah, lots of hand stuff. Um, but your best bet is always a dive bar with a hipster crowd. <laughs> They're usually too busy discussing IPAs from the Midwest to care. Okay, shots fired. <laughs> I don't like, like um I feel like you're coming from me right now. <laughs> I don't really know what I did to you, but I'll have a Pinot Grigio. Like what was that about? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, that's probably that's probably right. Like the the dive bars are probably your best bet because like those are gonna be like small enough bathrooms that people aren't paying attention like there's there's not enough paying attention to things and people are going to expect a dive bar for to be the hookup as well yeah also bathrooms and dive bars are just like gross they're that might be the miss, depends one. they're actually diving in the bed the the grossest the grosser the bathroom the divier it is and there's like some of the bars you try to like be like oh like we're a hipster dive bar but the bathroom's like really nice and it's like poser if I but can't get tetanus from using this bathroom, <laughs> then I don't want to use it. <laughs> oh, man. I will say um, in in Beijing, there's like a lot of um, like traditional, like in downtown areas, a lot of the areas in the traditional areas, buildings, sorry, that's, uh, buildings, they're kutongs. And so the bathroom is not actually in the establishment. It's like a public bathroom that's like a minute walk away, like in the in the alleyway or in the street. Um, okay. And so, uh, number one, the idea of having a hookup in that bathroom is disgusting. But um, the uh, the kind of mentality of like it's like if you're going out, you're like, okay, what kind of food do we want to eat? What kind of drinks do we want? And also does it have a good enough bathroom that's inside? Um, and is the bathroom nice? Because I will say, I will choose a lesser, like a worse place just because it has a better bathroom. That's fair. Like if the drinks are not even that good and the food is kind of shitty, but like if the bathroom's better, I'm like, oh, well, I'll just stay there. Yeah. And I have to pee a lot when I'm drinking, so I don't want to keep going outside exactly. to the bathroom. That's scary. Exactly. Exactly. 
It is. What if I get but... smashed? <laughs> that too. That too. Well, thank you all so much for reaching out. As you know, you can hit us up at EWSPod on Instagram if you want to send us a shout out or comment or have any questions. Also, don't forget to leave a comment and rating on our Apple Podcasts because that makes us happy. Thank you. Um, But are you ready to jump to the episode, Lauren? I am. We'll be right back after a quick break. This week we are doing season six, episodes 14 and 15, Free Fallen, part one and part two. In part one, synopsis, stressed at Banting, Paige has a panic attack during an exam. When a professor gives her another chance, she has to juggle catching up with her schoolwork and preparing a huge family dinner. Meanwhile, Peter wants forgiveness from Darcy, but finds out he has his work cut out for him. Well, well, well. Here we are. Well, well, well. Back with Mr. Peter. Uh. <laughs> okay. First thoughts. What did you think of this episode? What were your first thoughts of this episode after watching it? Um, I like it. I like the page stuff. You know, I'm a page stand through and through. Um, and I think I actually really appreciate the way they they portray like anxiety and panic disorders because I felt very I related very deeply with the experiences of Paige. Peter could give zero fucks. Could couldn't give oh, like least like less fucks at this point. I'm like I'm over with this character, but I know Peter is gonna be with us for many 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 episodes. So I've kind of just accepted this is like my fate. Yeah, yeah. Like what did I do in a past I life? I agree to with you. This? <laughs> something really bad something um, really bad <laughs> I I agree with you I watching this I was like I'm I you know when you watch something or if like someone's someone's telling a story or talking about something and you instantly think that they're talking about you because it's like you're internalizing it too much yeah <laughs> I felt I kind of felt that a little bit with watching I was like I'm sorry like Degrassi, are you trying to point something out? Like, what? Just come out and say it, okay? Like, what do you <laughs> stop beating around the bush? I felt yeah. very. You know, I was, I was like, oh. <laughs> I felt attacked. I felt <laughs> personally victimized. Um, but I think it was because I, I have no memory of watching this. I don't know if it because at the time I didn't have any actualization of like what my anxiety was at the time. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that this was a boring episode. Um, but yeah, this episode, I was like, damn, cause I, it's so, I don't remember this. This is like one of the first episodes in a while. I feel like that Degrassi was doing something early on that like no one was really talking about or portraying on television or kind of openly talking about really. And I feel like it's been a while since Degrassi has kind of been on the front lines with something like that. I agree. Yeah. I can't think of any other show that I ever really like, and to your point, I think I was, I mean, obviously, I, I went undiagnosed for a very long time, so I don't think I, I didn't see myself in it when I watched it, saw myself a lot more now, but I cannot think of yeah. any other times where some they showed, like, anxiety. I think anxiety is also, um, I think we look at the, like, the broader spectrum of, like, or I don't want to say spectrum, but, like, mental illness, 
I think generally anxiety is not as scary to people as say like, um, and I hope this doesn't sound stigmatizing on something that's like, you know, severe as like a, maybe like a delusion, like a delusion, like a schizophrenia or something. But I think as a result, I think a lot of times it's a disorder that goes very misunderstood and kind of overlooked as just being, oh, you just get anxious, you get nervous. And it's like, no, it can be really debilitating, actually. And also yeah. within the, the the umbrella of like anxiety disorders, you also have things like obsessive compulsive disorders. There's different things that fall within it. So it can be, you know, anything. But I think it was portrayed pretty well. I think it was like... Um, I agree. Ac- I, I didn't really see anything that was like, oh, this is like, this is silly. It's like, oh, this is like... I know what this feels. I feel like whoever wrote this episode probably has anxiety. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, is this is this a personal memoir? Like, <laughs> yeah, like I think it's like really well done. Um, but let's let's jump into it. Um, yeah, we get our cold open. Paige is sitting in an exam, and she's kind of staring off into space as the clock ticks. Um, this exam is very nerve wracking. It's a timed test, but it's timed per question. So. Which I've never done. Um, I've had sections Neither of test time, like the SAT. But like, yeah, you could do the math. Like, oh, well, technically you have two minutes per question. Blah, 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 blah. But like, I never had someone like time me per question. It's like I could go at my own pace and like hopefully you finish it in time, right? And the questions were like on the board. Like she clicked, the teacher clicked through them. So yeah. you could even like, oh. It, it was intense. It was like on the board and it was like super comp. It was like, it was like calculus. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, I also just get, um, I've, I've developed or I did. It's not as bad, but I, I basically developed anxiety about math around math. I had a very, I think I've talked about the podcast. I had a very bad experience with like a, a calculus teacher and just like calculus. And I think I kind of taught mm-hmm. myself to be afraid of math. So like, I kind mm-hmm. of go into shutdown mode sometimes when I see like math because I'm just like, I don't know what that means. I just kind of like, I, I, if I take the time, I can mm-hmm. do it. But it's like, so that it was very triggering to be like, there's too many, too many squiggles on that board. <laughs> too many squiggles, too many numbers, too many symbols. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know. What, right. Right. Why don't you um, use your words? Huh? <laughs> what is this? Use your fucking words. Yeah. Very yeah, much so. I think, um, I mean, we've all, I feel like we've all experienced that time where we're like at the kitchen table and like one of our parents is trying to explain to us like long division and they're like, it's like this. Come on. Like you could do it, Lauren. And you're like crying because you can't. <laughs> literally me and my sister, oh, my God. mom, my mom never really helped with my math homework, but like my sister would. And she'd be like really mean. She's like, weren't you paying attention in class? And I'm like, yes, bitch. <laughs> I, I was. I just don't understand what this means. Like, don't be mean to me. Not all of us. But today she told me that I amazed her, which is very nice. So we've come a long way. Oh, She's really mean to me. I, and she was really nice. And I was like, oh. Yeah. We've, we've all grown in our family relationships. <laughs> we've all grown. Um, but um, Paige def- so begins to go into a panic state. She's kind of like... Um, so I thought this was really good. So like when she's she's starting to have a panic attack, um, and mm-hmm. but before it starts, she's kind of like, I think though they were trying to do because you see the time passing and she's just kind of like not aware of it, and I think they were trying to mm-hmm. capture like that feeling of like dissociation, which 
I know that for me, I know about mm-hmm. you, when I'm about to have a panic attack, one of like my triggers, or, like kind of the start of one that I start to feel out of my body a little bit. So like I get very weird with my hands. Like I feel like I have to like feel my hands because I start feeling like I can't feel my hands. And I, but really what it mm-hmm. is is that your blood is rushing away from your limbs to your core. <laughs> So that's what that feeling is, but it feels yeah. like, oh my god, like <laughs> I don't have hands, <laughs> and the panic starts. Yeah. And um, and especially if you don't know what one feels like, it's very scary. Um, I think, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm assuming this is her first one. Cause I think she fully like she runs out of the classroom and starts to cry on the steps, and she's like holding her chest, and it's like she, mm-hmm. it's it feels mm-hmm. like you're fucking dying, and it's awful. <laughs> Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I think it's I like I I agree with you. I think I'm glad that they featured maybe the wrong word, but sh- showed different like ways that her like number one her panic attack is happening and how that manifests. But I think also like the different kind of the symptoms of it, right? Like I think they did a good job of kind of showing the different symptoms of anxiety. And especially, like, I know, like, um, I think at several times they've were kind of doing of, like, um, her disassociation and also, like, just kind of, like, um, this, this thing, this specific thing in front of me is causing me a lot of anxiety. So I need to just do anything else or think about anything else. Right. To kind of, like, not think about the specific thing in front of me. And so, like, the kind of thing of, like, she was getting distracted by a lot of the things. Or, like, she's getting really annoyed of, like, the small things that were happening around her. Mm-hmm. Um, and being like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's not it's not my worry about this test. It's be- this person smacking their gum that's making me that I'm not able to focus. And, you know, like, all this other shit. And then being like, oh, my gosh, the question is over. And they, it, all the overwhelming things in her mind. I feel like they did a good job of showing that. And we'll see that in later uh, showings of her panic attacks, um, like the kind of like buildup of like, they, I think <clears throat> they did a good job of like uh, showing all the different things that are going on in her mind, like physically mm-hmm. on camera. I think they did a good job of that. Of, yeah. Because obviously it's difficult to see anxiety, but I think they did a good job of showing that through Absolutely. Her I think they could have just relied on her like Looking around and being, oh my god, I'm freaking out. But then I think they there's a really good use of the camera to like show what she's kind of taking on a first person perspective, show like what she's reacting to. And I think that's like was really smart. But yes. the poor thing runs out and she leaves the exam and just like, oh, Paige, I've actually done that before. I did that. Like I mm, I forgot like about it until talking about it. But I'm like I've, mm-hmm, I had I was take oh my god whoa I forgot all about this I was taking this class and it was like a government or like history class or something and I just started to feel really weird and I and and in hindsight I think I didn't like I don't know what triggered it I I I don't know if it was just the, the tests or like I don't know what it was but I freaked out basically and I just like left the room which looked like I was going to the bathroom and I just like never came back and then like I did like I came back I waited until like I figured everyone had left so I just like sat in the bathroom yeah. and just waited and then I went back in and got my things and then like I emailed my professor I don't know if I emailed him or I told him his face I might have gone to his office and told him and it was like I had mm-hmm. a panic attack and I just had to get out of there. And he was like so 
nice. Like I remember him. I remember Zoltan was his name. He was so nice about it because I just like told him and he was like, it's fine. I think also because he's younger. So I think he like just like I think of older professor probably been like kids, these millennials. But he was actually really nice about it. And he let me like retake it. And like he was super understanding about what happened. But like weird, you know, I didn't I didn't realize until we started talking. I'm like. I watched this episode and did not think about that. Now I'm like, oh my god, I've totally done that before. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've suppressed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've um I've never done that as a student, but I've done it as a teacher before. Like I've, while teaching? Like, had a, yeah, like I had a very oh, wow. um one like maybe like two jobs ago, um, I had a fucking terrible job. I don't know if I've ever talked about the podcast, but like two jobs ago I had like a really like, really shitty students, and I had one class of students that, like, they were starting to, like, make, like, racial remarks to me, like, in class. Oh, um, no, you never talked about this. Like, not even off yeah, podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, like, oh, I was teaching, they were, like, a super, like, rowdy, they were high schoolers, like, super rowdy, like, you know, try, they're doing, like, separate, like, they were doing like iPad work. So like, they're all like in separate parts of the classroom. Um, uh-huh. So I was walking around throughout and um, there was like a group of students that have have like having trouble, like all semester long. Like they were like, they were the students that like never brought a pen, pencil, paper to class. Yeah. Like they were, and they're also like stupid, like they're like stupid rich people. Not, not like not stupid rich, but like ridiculously rich families. Like they're like those mm-hmm. kids that like don't do anything so they're not like i don't i can't afford paper like they're like you're really like, annoying you, your kids. dad is like a, a paper magnate <laughs> like stop thank you <laughs> um and i had i had like i they were just like being assholes of like oh like asking me ridiculous questions because they weren't doing anything so they're like trying to just try like teacher like uh where do you live in beijing like like asking me annoying questions to distract me from something. So I just started ignoring them. And then they were like, they're like, Oh, monkey teacher, monkey teacher. And like <gasps> making monkey noises at me. And like, Oh my and, God. And then, we're talk- and then started like talking shit about me in Chinese, also racial marks as well. Um, and I just like, I didn't know what to do of like, 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 I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. But also, like, what the fuck do I do? I'm by myself in this class. Like, the kids are taking over. And I just, like, walked oh out and, like, God. had a panic attack in my office. And I'm, like, I'm, like, getting nervous right now thinking about it. Because I'm just like, wow, that was That's really was... fucking harsh. That was, And then, like, yeah. Well, first of all, yeah. I'm and... very sorry. <laughs> to work... Were you able Thank to you. tell anybody, like, a, like another, like an authority, like that had happened? Like, do they have, yeah, resources for like, stu- for te- I mean, like, I doubt there's very many black teachers that come through, but like, do, what do they do about stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so this was an international school, so there's like lots of other foreign teachers. I had a foreign okay. supervisor, so I talked to their like class leader. I talked to the like the department leader and then my foreign supervisor and so obviously the foreign supervisor was a white guy but like he knew that that was bad he was he was like woke enough to like realize that that was bad because i was also like oh my gosh i have to like explain this to my fucking old ass white dude supervisor who's so i was happy at least i got with that but 
um, yeah, it's with these, with teaching in China when shit like this happens and they're like rich families. They're like, basically the students are customers and the school has to like always please the customer. So I was like, I'm not teaching that class anymore. Like you can find someone else to teach it. They're not allowed back in my class if I have to teach this class anymore. Good I for didn't you. Feel safe like, for setting that boundary. Um, <clears throat> um, but this it's a dumbass school, so they're like, "Oh, the students are gonna apologize," and they had to read like an apology in front of the class, which is bullshit. Because like these are like when I t- like when <laughs> we were talking about the episode a few weeks ago of like <laughs> teach the, the mean teacher that like was about to beat these kids. Like, yeah, no, I can understand, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, I, (laughs) like, there's, like, times where, like, you're, like, these fucking kids, like, they're, like, because, because teenagers are the worst, they know how to get at you, and these kids were very much, like, playing it dumb of, like, oh, we don't understand English, but I knew exactly what was happening, um, and so I was, like, all right, cool, and then I quit, (laughs) so I, I just was, like, by because I remember I was like I I think that was the second panic attack I've ever had in my entire life and I was like this is happening at my job and I remember thinking I was talking to my therapist about like oh like I I was dreading going to work after that and like getting really nervous of having to run into those students in the hallway and like Mm. and she was like oh yeah because like you don't feel safe you don't know this isn't and 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 the school was showing that this isn't that they weren't going to protect you in this situation and so I was like, yeah. So I quit. <laughs> okay, good for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck those kids, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Fuck them kids. I did not. Yo. Yeah. Laura, I tell you. I would have pulled up on those ones. For you. Now, I'm not saying, like, for, like I would do the same situation. <laughs> okay. But I mean, for you, if I was in a situation, I would have I I I had a panic attack and left. But, like, for you, I'm pulling up, bitch. Like, I'm on the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Let me stop. No, I should not be making like blah 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 sounds about a school. Like, but for real, I'm about to fuck up some kids today with with your like, fist, with your fist, yeah. <laughs> Lego, like, yeah. Oh my god, ugh. Yeah. Man, I hope like, but they have diarrhea every day. Like, I hate those kids. Oh my gosh! Like, I when I think about like, I'm like, oh, I like I like I'm like I need to learn how to like start curses because I will curse those kids. I would cuss about English. Because when I tell you they were like, I'm like oh, you want Al, you don't, you, want Al, you don't speak English? Oh, you don't, you know this word? I'm going to cuss you. Your mother's cunt. Like, you know that word? I'm going to cuss you. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what he's talking about. I didn't say that. You know, he's learning English. You don't know. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And like the entire, all the teachers hated them kids. The Chinese teacher hated them kids. Everybody hated them kids, but because they can't kick them out. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, they... Like, there's, like, no... Because they're paying customers. Ugh. Like... Eat the you gonna, rich. You gonna... <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. Like, for real. <sighs> like, when I when we say eat the but rich, I mean the kids, too. <laughs> eat them damn kids. Um, oh, yeah. They're real supple, real just, soft and yeah. young. <laughs> like <Yeah>. veal. <laughs> exactly. But I just want to say, like, that was, was it, almost two years ago now. And, like, I've... Like, I've just, like, I'm in a completely different place in, like, my jobs and, like, what I put up with. Because I don't, I don't have to put up with that in my jobs anymore because that doesn't happen. Um, and my Chinese students are not like that because those are maybe, like, the three students out of, like, 
like the 2000 students I've ever taught have ever been like that. So yeah. I just want to put that out there too. I'm no, in a better good. place. That's I'm in my nice too. office in my new apartment and I'm very content and happy now and happy with my students. So because fuck happy. them big kids. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> fuck them kids. Ugh. Um, so where were we? I think, okay, we're, we're still at Banting. I feel like this is going to be... This is going to be like a mini therapy session where we're like, oh my gosh, remember that panic attack? Oh no, I, yeah, I fully, I fully expect it. I also expect our listeners to like know, like when we're talking about things that we relate to, like we're going to, I'm going to tell you about it. Like I have, I have many a panic attack (laughs) to tell you about sweet tea. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're still at Banting (laughs) and the students are partying hard, except for Paige, who's alone in her dorm room. Her room is a mess. She's like on the floor. She's just kind of like lying down, just like staring mm-hmm. up she's got that post panic attack exhaustion which like yeah you're tired as fuck dude <laughs> yeah and i like so how they had several times in the in her dorm they had lots of things in her room like there was it was messy but then she also had like the open food and like the the unclean plates and like mm-hmm. the stuff kind of distributed as well and i'm like yeah. yep she's not taking care side of, too she's not taking care of herself because she's exactly. she's overwhelmed with a lot with life um uh, she calls Alex and leaves a voicemail. She hasn't called recently. And she basically asks Alex if she's ever had a panic attack, but she like doesn't have the words for it. She's like, have you ever felt like the subway was like crushing you or whatever? But she's like, you know, she kind of pushes past that. And she's like, you know, she's excited to see her because um, this weekend we find out it's like Thanksgiving and they're going to get together with Marco and Dylan. So she has that to look forward to. Um, mm-hmm. In the next scene, um, after her class, the professor whose class she she ran out of calls her up, and basically she's like, "So what was that about? Like, I noticed that you left, so you just like didn't come back. Like, why did you do that?" <laughs> um, she says she kind of like is very like presumptuous, like, "Oh, like you've been partying too much. Like, what's like what have you been doing?" But Paige mm-hmm. says that she's just had a lot of work and it's stressful. Um, the professor reminds her, like, this is dancing, babe. We're the Harvard of the North, bitch. Um, you need to be on top of your stuff. Um, if you want to stay in this marketing program and keep your scholarship, you need to pass this class. Apparently, marketing has a lot of math. Um, but for some reason, I, yeah, I, I get, I don't know. I never, I've not, I did not major in marketing. I imagine there is, like, you probably have to take an econ class and there probably is math, but like, yeah, I don't know if it's like, that kind of math but like listener i wonder let me know if you do, if you ever if you went to school for marketing was, if that was the case because like i'm wondering okay number one i have no idea what kind of math this was but i'm wondering if it was stats because i had to take like a stat class and that counted it as math. didn't even look like stat though it was because honestly like yeah i had to take a stat class too because i had to take a math i had to take some math credits i took stat but like um yeah. The math didn't look like stuff. I don't know. I have to look at it again. It looked like, honestly, it looked like a lot of the, like the math like Evan did when he was in college and he was like a chemistry and like physics you major. Ask Evan. I might pull it up and be like, what? What's this? Because <laughs> it's like, it looks a little <laughs> too complex for a mark. Like, I don't want no shade of marketing, but like, let's be honest, like, the business of marketing majors usually like, by school were like, they're like, not that hard. Like, it was like you were doing it like that. Like, yeah. You know? Um, I have a liberal, yeah. liberal arts degree, so I'm not like even coming for them because my shit looks even like easier. <laughs> but, um, literally. But anyway, um, 
So she suggests the professor suggests to Paige that she might not be cut out for banting. But Paige is like, oh, no, girl. My mom was a banting girl. My grandmammy was a banting girl. Her grandmammy was a banting girl. I'm a banting girl through and through. It's in my blood. Okay. So the professor is actually very nice. And she like looks around. No one's looking. And she gives her a take home (laughs) midterm. Which I'm like, that's really clutch. Um, Gives her a take home midterm. But she also has to do like all of like the late work. She's apparently she's like behind a lot of work plus a 20 page paper. And it's due 5 p.m. Monday after like a holiday weekend, which like I get it because like you do have the whole holiday weekend. But also like, damn, it's just a holiday weekend. I'm trying to turn up. (laughs) But very much like as Paige does, like my mentality, my first instinct is like, oh, my gosh, perfect. I have all this time. (laughs) <laughs> but once I look at that daunting to-do list, I'm like, let's clean the house. Yes. Let's wash the car. Like, <laughs> I am also avoidant. Um, also something that is yes. can be a sign of anxiety. Uh-huh. Um, also a lot of other uh-huh. issues like ADHD is procrastination. <laughs> and I think I real I think I've gotten yeah. I've gotten a lot better with procrastination because now I'm also like a list maker and I have like my little. I find if I if I just set goals, then I'm gonna do it. But um, I went so much of my life being a procrastinator and just kind of being like, oh, yeah, I just run better on stress. And I realized actually, no, I just was like avoidant. And then like, yeah, I was able to complete the task. But I think I told myself I run better on stress. And actually, I you, you don't like you just actually yeah. you don't. <laughs> it's actually really bad for yeah. you. And I think I got to a point where I was kind of accustomed myself to being under a lot of stress. And I still am like that. Mm-hmm. But I am working on trying mm-hmm. to be less. Listen, um, excessive cortisol leads to long-term health problems like heart disease and stroke. So I'm trying it's still, it's to live really long. Bad, yeah. It's really bad. So I'm like, I'm really trying my best to be mindful of my stress. And as so I got an exercise yeah. bike, it folds. Yes. We're yes, working on ourselves. 2023. Yeah. Wait, three. I... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I realized was it? I remember like you know how therapists like say something so well and you try to repeat it and it never sounds as good. <laughs> My therapist said something along the lines of, um, you know, anxiety is a lot of fear, right? And like kind of worry and kind of like not curing, but like helping uh, remedy that can be like doing something and then realizing that the fear or worry is not really justified. Mm-hmm. So um, like I remember thinking like same with procrastination, I would be like, oh, like I, I, I know I can get it done later. Like I work better under stress, you know, but I think once I started like actually like, okay, even if I don't do all the things I need like need to do or like have on my list I could be like okay if I do some of this stuff now I now know if I do it now it's gonna make things better in the end because I've done that before and I know how the Mm -hmm. end result is better than procrastinating everything and I feel like yeah I've definitely gotten better at least I can like now force myself to be like okay if we do this now instead of later, we can enjoy our time later and you really like relaxing and doing nothing later. So isn't doing nothing later better than doing nothing now when you're like avoiding it? It's going to be more enjoyable later. So I can kind of like work it in my brain 
to like I have to you know come up with some reasoning and like you know and then practice makes perfect you know but yeah yeah it literally is like rewiring where you think that's that cognitive behavioral therapy therapy baby okay sweetie that's CBT um baby <laughs> but it's great I mean yeah and I've I've noticed a massive change in my life by just like planning ahead and just be like oh yeah like actually so much easier i just do yeah (laughs) i wish i had known this crazy (laughs) 20 years ago (laughs) oh my gosh i probably could have gone to fucking banting i know i would have gone to fucking banting too bitch (laughs) like shit i I, I, me and Paige would have been out out there being bisexual at college anyway uh we're at degrassi um, Peter asks Darcy if he can help her out. She's like loading. She's like doing shit. I don't fucking know what she's doing. Honestly, I don't mm-hmm. care about them to be real. Um, Peter pulls up because like Darcy's Truly. like, get away from me, Satan child. And Peter pulls out a Bible quote and he's like, something for he's so some something. And I'm like, you're so manipulative. Fuck you. And then she's like, look up Matthew 1042 and then meet me at school the next day. I looked up Matthew 1042 because I was like, I want to know about her. Um, it says, okay, and I quote and quote the Lord, <laughs> and whosoever <laughs> shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose, he shall in no wise lose his reward. Now, what does wow, that mean? I definitely understand what that. <laughs> I don't know. What it means. means- you got to donate to the uh, one penny a day. We'll feed a child in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's giving. <laughs> it was giving that. I think it actually, like, I was, try- I actually looked at it. I was like, what does that mean? And Darcy kind of talks about it. And she's just kind of like, I think what, what I took away from it was like, oh, he's saying the disciples are going out to like, to proselytize and like do miracles. And it's like, um, and if you gave, them like if they give the disciple like the little ones are his disciples you give them water in the name it's basically you're giving me that and therefore like you will you will have reaper reward i think i don't fucking know you know you know what this feels like like what it feels like stoner. the beginning of a stoner <laughs> bible study <laughs> Bible study. It's time to smoke weed with the Lord. <laughs> That's our theme song. <laughs> Stoner Bible study. Don't I love you it. like weed with the Lord? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> listen. Listen. Okay. <laughs> Look. I think we could start a cult. I think we could start a cult. Forget the Stoner Bible study. Let's start a cult. <laughs> Welcome to my cult. It's going to be a really fun cult. Just as long as you follow me and tell, follow my rules and dress in a robe and do what I say all of the time. Give me your money. Give me everything. Like your family and your firstborn child. <laughs> oh my God. We're stupid. Um... <laughs> This podcast is so dumb. <laughs> this podcast does not make you any smarter. Listen, <laughs> Listen we never claimed it would, okay? <laughs> never claimed it would. I never said I was a role model. Um, Paige <laughs> arrives. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Paige goes to Dylan's and she's annoyed. 
Um, she doesn't even say hi to Alex. She was like, okay, weird. Um, apparently Marco's parents are going to be coming to Thanksgiving as well as the Michael Chucks. But like Marco's parents still think that like Dylan, Dylan and Marco are um, roommates. And I'm like, babe, they know you're gay. Like just, uh. and they know Dylan it's, is gay, don't they? Like, It's giving like, uh, when you go to like a family function with your your roommate friend for the past five years, and they still refer to them as your roommate, it's like I know. Come on, family. Like let's Auntie. let's call it. What I it actually is. used to work with a guy who was like this, except it was more extreme. He had purchased a home with his boyfriend, a whole ass house, and his mom still did not know he was gay, or allegedly he had not come out to her, and I'm like. Allegedly, you yeah. bought a whole ass house with another man. Like he thinks she thinks you guys are just like best friends. Like that is your boyfriend, clearly. Um, anyway, Alex did make her really cute welcome back sign, um, and she because she figured mm-hmm. that Paige needs some cheering up after she had like left that phone call. She's like, let's do some catching up. Paige is like, I have so much work to do, but like you know, she's gonna give in. Um, which is what happens in the next scene because they all hang out, but Marco leads Paige and Alex downstairs. Um, Paige plans on being up early in the morning to start doing her work, but um, she wants Alex to stay over, but just as friends. Alex has a girlfriend, but Paige is like, yeah, okay. okay. Like, you have a girlfriend, sure. Um, and Alex is like, yeah, no, definitely I do. Like, also, like, you might see me at Banting. Like, I've been getting straight A's. I'm doing really well in school. Um, and Paige is like, well, you know, I'm proud that you proved me wrong. And, uh, which is a little shady. Alex is like, oh yeah, like we're dreaming up, you know, like let's go take this road trip when we graduate. It's going to be great. And Paige snuggles up to her, snuggles up to her. And she says, thanks, Alex. You're so comfy. And I feel like that was incredibly telling. Um, aside from the fact that like, you know, yes, it's Alex, but like, it just kind of shows. And I think it, which is like, a. A new a new dimension to this relationship of like where like Paige really does take Alex for granted as just kind of like this person who's always like waiting for me like she's Alex is here and I can like just use her to be comfortable or make me feel safe and not like Alex is a whole ass person who has a whole life outside of you like when you're not here like she's not just like in suspended animation waiting for you to come back to Toronto. Yes, I think that this was also a little bit of a sign. Of anxiety as well because I think I um for me I get really when my anxiety is getting bad I um think that everyone I think my family back home is gonna die suddenly I'm not gonna be there that's like my first that's my first symptom is like that someone's gonna die any day now um and then my second symptom is I get really self-conscious about my relationships and I overthink everything and I think I'm a terrible like terrible girlfriend, terrible friend. And I'm like, just like slacking on everything. And I remember when I was younger, I would do what Paige is doing. And I would be like, um, like I would like want comfort or I want, I would want like a sense of like belonging. And so I would like reach out to someone that I didn't need to be reaching out to. And I, in knowing that like, so-and-so would, would like, um, like, like flirt back or like or would or would give me attention um to make me feel comfort again knowing that I didn't give a fuck about this person like I would like once I'm back to my like feeling good phase I'll fucking leave them in the dust but like when I'm feeling down and feel and feeling like I need something I'm gonna reach out to this person that like 
I literally have kind of left behind in the past. But uh. now, all of a sudden, I'm kind of coming back into their life. Oh, so you're you, so you a fuckboy. In my past. I've grown. So what you're I'm saying a better person. is that you ain't shit. Okay. <laughs> no, I get that. Um, I'm trying to think, like, have I ever done that? Like, maybe I probably have. I don't, can't recall. Or, like, but a like, lot of time um, mine would be. But obviously like, our experiences are not like, the yeah. same. Yeah, but, like, I always think of, like, for someone that's, like, someone that's reaching out, like, especially in a text, or, like, sliding into someone's DMs, and it's, like, we haven't talked in a year. Like, where is this coming from? And you're just, like, wanting, like, a little bit of, like, a little bit of attention, you know? I mean, yeah. I guess, yeah, it makes sense. Like, feelings like vulnerability and insecurity. It's, like, I can always rely on Mm -hmm. old faithful. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I remember one time I like reached out to an ex. Um, I think I told you the time I was like assaulted when I was in Paris when that guy like kicked me to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Listener, if I haven't said the story, like I based long story short, I was on my ho- way home one night. This guy was trying to talk to me. I didn't want to talk to him. And then like when I turn around, he like basically kicked my legs from under me. And then like I tried to chase him and then I was stopped because like that's like really dangerous. And I went home and I cried. And it was like really late. So my host family was they were all asleep, so I, like, messaged, like, my ex because I was like, I need to talk to somebody, but, like, I have no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't want to call home because my family would freak out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I-, I reached out to him, but then, like, it was purely just, like, I just needed someone to talk to, but then like, he was like, you know, last time I took acid, I thought about you, and I was like, what? Like, and, like, the entire time. <laughs> yeah, he was okay. It was a genuine moment of me trying to reach out to this person. Like, actually, it was a moment where I wasn't trying to like get with them again. It was like actually, I mm-hmm. I need someone to talk to, and like you're the only person who's online, so I'm gonna talk yeah. to you. And it's like a weird hour. And then they told me that shit, and then it got weird. I was like, I'm going to bed, and I just was like, what the fuck? Like, it's not the time. Like, he was definitely the kind of guy who like, if you were crying, he'd be like, you're so beautiful when you cry, and then try to kiss you. And it's like I'm literally like snotting and crying. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm like not. I don't want to kiss. Oh um, yeah, he also kicked me out of his apartment once because I didn't have sex wow. with him. Anyway, um, so <laughs> he sucked. <laughs> we have grown. Like, wow. We've grown. <laughs> he was a really shitty person. I hope he's bald. Um, anyway, so <laughs> Peter shows up to uh, his school, to the school, and it turns out that Darcy's church is, which is quite nice. They're doing like a soup kitchen for Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. Darcy explains it's true that everyone needs forgiveness, but Peter basically will have to work for it in order to get it, uh, which is, I guess, is what the quote means. Like, you have to bring me water. Like, you have to do you have to do something to make this happen. So, um, mm-hmm. okay. of course, we get some hairnet comedy. And it's like, oh, put this on. And it's like, oh, man, the guy has put a hairnet on. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love some good old fashioned hairnet comedy. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't want the fucking blonde ass hairs in my mashed potatoes. Put the put that thing on. It's, it's definitely not Peter's. Ugh. You know he don't wash his hair every day. Um, definitely not. No, he doesn't bathe. He doesn't wash his ass. <laughs> he thinks washing your ass is gay. 
He's that kind of toxic masculinity. Yeah, very much so. He's like, what, you put your hand up your ass? Are you gay? And he, like, just doesn't want to his butt. <laughs> but then also, it's like Jake Gyllenhaal, which is like, I don't, I don't bathe unless I have dirt on my body. And even then. Honestly, Jake could still get it, though. I know he's filthy, but, like, if Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal was like, sup, I'm like, <laughs> how musty is it, though? <laughs> well, now we know. <laughs> Now yeah. we know. Yeah. If Jake Gyllenhaal to... is sliding into your DMs at a certain hour of the night, don't matter. No, doesn't matter. Shame on me. My husband bathes every day. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, but <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> uh... <laughs> he like, he's smelly. I like it. Um, I don't, actually. Um, I think I, I could change him. I'll teach him how to bathe. Um, so... <laughs> Paige wakes up the next morning on the yeah. couch. With Al- they fall asleep on that tiny ass couch together. Like what? It's so small and uncomfortable looking. Alex can't be fuck. And like and when they first fall asleep, Alex is even laying down. She's like sitting up. And I'm like. Yeah. Oh my God. Eventually she went up on the couch. Like, I don't know why they just didn't have them sleep on the bed together like in wherever she's sleeping i don't know what that was about but um Paige is trying um yes like like later on Paige is trying to work but like everyone's kind of getting up and about starting to get the day going get like the dinner trying to get the dinner started um but at this point she's obviously being very avoidant she's kind of like you know being very irritable too Mm -hmm. which is like definitely my something i've had to work on is that i can be very irritable because of my anxiety but i think i'm getting better at it and just naming what what's wrong with me versus just like being mean. <laughs> yes. To the people I love. Yes. 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 Um, Paige mom. Paige's mom shows up with some stuff for dinner. Paige wants to talk to her mom, but she's like so busy. She's like, "Oh, I have to like the contractors. They're just doing so much." And I was like, "Ah, like a Kathy uh, comic strip, like yuck." Um, but uh. <laughs> This they this definitely they changes because like Paige's mom was supposed to have an accent. Paige used to imitate her mom and do like a thick like, I guess Ukrainian or they were like some sort of Eastern European. Right. She would do like an accent, and now the mom is like totally like, unlike the contractors, you've never let me down. She's like has no accent, no trace of accent. So I guess they changed <laughs> that. Um, yeah. I thought yeah, I thought Paige's parents were like immigrants, but they're not. Um, but Paige starts to have another panic attack when her mom leaves. It, like runs off um alex goes upstairs to check on her because yeah. she's locked herself in the bathroom and alex is like, outside like the bathroom and she's like kind of kidding she's like my you know oh Paige, you're so beautiful you're so she's like you know complimenting her but Paige snaps because like you know she i mean she's she doesn't feel like that right now so she lashes out at alex and basically calls her a loser um and alex leaves because anxiety can make I... you a see you next tuesday sometimes it sure can. I think that they did this a few times where, like, we as the viewer know what's going on with Paige because we're, like, kind of inside her head with everything. Uh-huh. But I liked how they uh, – there was a few times with, like, this time with Alex that, like, we could see that Paige is, like, spiraling. And – but, like, to the outside, like, the people surrounding her, they don't realize what's going on. Because, like, on the surface, she's fine. She's just kind of having a moment, right? And and also, like, we know it's, like, Paige is, like, 
Paige is dramatic at times, like mm-hmm. in, in her like in past scenes that we've seen. And so I think I liked how they were kind of showing that like what is going on within um, Paige's mind and how she's feeling is not necessarily outwardly um, obvious. And mm-hmm. that it's not, and I and I like that they did that a few times of like how like it's it's not obvious what's going on with you, and that this debil this thing that's becoming very debilitating debilitating for her, um, she's also still like living living a functional life in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like she's doing a lot of masking and. I think that's very, you know, common. That's why it's important to talk about mental health so people don't feel like they have to live their life like pretending to be okay when like she's not okay. You say you're fine, but you're not fine. (laughs) Um, So Marco and Dylan are stressed over this damn turkey and Paige is like, okay, like get out of here. I'll fucking cook it. You guys are incompetent. Um, You know what was, why... Why is the turkey and Thanksgiving dinner placed upon these college students? This is so unrealistic. I cannot see in what world, (laughs) if I were an adult with a child, that I would leave my freshman child to, like, do a turkey. I'm like, you literally are going to kill us. Thank you. We're all going to get salmonella. You can make some sides. (laughs) I will bring the turkey. I'll heat it up at the house. Like, yeah, it's very weird that, like, Paige's mom is like, okay, I need you to do all these things. It's like, no, that would never happen. No. Like, if if the mom couldn't handle something, she would, like, figure something else out for what they're going to eat. Like, it would be reliant on these kids. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess maybe they insisted, like, no, no, like, we want to be grown up. Like, come to our house. Come to our college, our, our musty college house, and we'll cook dinner. It must have been on but them. That's what was weird, because, like, but that was weird like early like a scene or two late earlier like the mom was like dropping stuff off she's like don't forget this and don't forget that and oh this and you know i'm so busy i gotta you know handle the contractors and it's like it was weird that like oh (laughs) yeah it was almost like she was like clean your room like do these things and it was weird that she was putting all these like actual thanksgiving tests (laughs) on them and i'm like this doesn't make any sense true i guess they were like trying they're trying to be like, oh, you know, like they're trying to put these like adult situations mm-hmm. that like a, that could cause anxiety for like adults, like grown adults into this teen storyline. <laughs> it's like, this yeah, but I, I, I guess if the contractors were in so they couldn't have Thanksgiving at their house, I would have gone to a fucking restaurant. Fuck that. I'm all like leaving my. And my... then why is it the mom cooking herself at the house or going to a restaurant? Cause she has to go to the contractors. They're, they're building, they're building a new addition to the house. I don't even know what they're doing. Like I don't even know what was going on with that story. But I, to be honest, um, Marco is setting the <laughs> table, and is very nervous. Um, his parents arrive, and they're like, "Oh, Dylan, you're his roommate." And <laughs> Paige is covered in flour. Um, so it's like dinner time. And Paige fully made like a multi-course. She comes out like butternut squash soup and like special. Listen. I'm like, oh, it's not like a, I'm used to Thanksgiving being like, there's a bunch of shit on the table and then you just like pass the, pass the yams Thank and then you. you take it. Like there were no courses in my house. Like that's crazy. 
unless you count dessert, which came later. But like, so two courses, big meal, then right. dessert. <laughs> yeah, and it was weird that like, it's like, again, why is Paige responsible for this five course meal? And why is she serving it by herself? Like, no, like, no it, parents are there to help her? Like, are Dylan no and Marco that dumb? Like, they, they can't figure out like how to do this also like girl i mean i get all right this is where i i i fall i i i, I wag my finger at page because i'm like page i understand you're being avoidant but also you put this on yourself you could have just let them make this dinner you could have been sitting in, in someplace doing your homework and i, I and i would say something to myself but like why now who told now who told you to go make a whole thanksgiving meal Huh? But this, I think that's why it's part of the, the avoidance. She's like, oh, okay, well, I have to do well, this. Well, no, I, I get it. I like, get it. But I'm still like, but Paige, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> One time we're like, no, no, exactly. no, no, no. <laughs> Go. Exactly. Pick up your book. You know what they should have done? <laughs> they should have done for like an accurate um, anxiety-induced college situation would be a motherfucking group project with people in your class. Oh, God. And then <laughs> that would have been accurate. Group projects were literally. <laughs> when I tell you, I used to love when they let us grade each other. I was like, oh. <laughs> anonymous, anonymous here. I'm gonna make sure I'm in college now. High school, I might lie for you. College, I'm like, I'm absolutely not. Nope. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna own up exactly to what things I did. And I'm sure, Professor, you can tell because yep. we presented and I sounded ready. I was primed and ready. You knew who did this shit. I better get a fucking in. Yes. Don't take any points off my shit. I will, I will, I will contest that. Like, I took that shit seriously. Yeah. I could not stand. I don't get who in college is like, you're a slacker. Like, you're paying to be here. Like, this isn't like in like public school. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you have to be there. Like, you don't have to be here. You could just not do this. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Um, that would be stressful. Um, so she, so like, yeah, she's, they're doing the, the, they're eating and stuff. Even Marco's mom's accent has changed a little bit. It's like less pronounced. I think she, I think she got some notes and they're like, yeah, they're like, yes, can you guys like just dial it back? Let's get a little bit racist. Is it because that she's becoming a little bit less homophobic? She's accepting her son a little bit more. (laughs) It changed her accent. So we we know when when the dad becomes like drops his accent, that's when he's gonna start accepting his son. When his, when Marco's dad is like Marco, how was school? It's like oh shit, like he's an ally. <laughs> dad, are you gay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the Marco, the accent has changed a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Alex shows up late though with her with her new girlfriend who's very cute they're both very cute together um yes they and... are the two of them are two racially ambiguous um like little like lesbian couple and they're very cute together yeah they're like mm. like look at us um yeah. alex like <laughs> yeah. is kind of flaunt like oh this is my real girlfriend carla and marco's dad she says that like marco's dad is like oh my god and i'm like we know what his search history be looking like he's like oh lesbian like Listen, listen. He's not faking. Like, you know what a lesbian is. <laughs> now, I know you know what a lesbian is. Like, do not play like, oh, lesbians. Come on. Like, <laughs> Marco, lesbian, what is that? 
right. So uh, at Degrassi, uh, Peter is helping out. And there's a homeless man there who is speaking Greek to him. And turns out Peter actually, Pete, Pete, Peter, Peter knows, <laughs> I got it, Peter, like who is that? Peter knows so Greek um, and Darcy's like, you know Greek? And I'm like, his mother's name is Hatsalakos. I'm like, yeah, he clearly is half come Greek. Come on, Darcy. Like, come on, Darcy, wake up. Get that little empty get ass head. Get it together. Um, yeah, she's like, he's clearly half Greek. So he like knows some from his papu. Remember Papu from um, Traveling Pla- Sisterhood of Traveling Plants? You know, you know everything I know about Greek culture is from my Big Fat Greek Wedding and my Sisterhood of the Traveling Plants Part 1 and 2. Girl, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Papu. Man, they had a nice ass setup. That place was nice on the ocean. <sighs> Listen, well, the Sisterhood scene, of guess. the Traveling Plants had us... Had us thinking that we just need to travel back to go visit our grandparents in Greece and we can go like live our best Santorini life. Like, no, seriously, I was like, why don't I have grandparents in Greece? Like, this is crazy. I love, did you love that the scene when like, um, when they, when like they go visit Lena and they're like, oh my God, Lena, you have yeah. a body, but she's wearing like, like Ann Taylor Law, like she's wearing like, <laughs> like a button up <laughs> shirt and like a khaki skirt and like, Lena, you hot mama. She literally Listen, is she, she got finger baked by Costas on that damn fishing boat and she got a body yaddy 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 yaddy. She had on a mini skirt though. Like they were like, oh my God, Lena Calagares, what a knockout. <laughs> oh my God, that damn show. Oh that my God. Show. Oh, that they show, like, that movie. They really went up for her little fit. I was like, y'all are, y'all are like lying. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm like i think i'm like deliriously tired um okay uh but peter speaks some greek and um Kutarsi's like hmm okay hot um i get it though like yeah oh he's like he's helping out and he's speaking greek that's kind of sexy to me um so Paige's mom is like Sison Paige when she brings like the dinner out. She's like, oh my God, Paige is so great. Blah, 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 blah. And Alice is like, well, pa- Carla's great too. Carla is an honor student. <laughs> and she also. <laughs> and if I were the parents, I'm like, I literally do not know who you are or who Carla is. I do not care. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but Paige is like, mom is just going on and on about how Paige like, oh, you used to have an announcement? Like, oh, a valedictorian? I mean, not that. Like, Dean's List? All this. She's like so press over Paige. Um, so Paige leaves because she's like uncomfortable and she starts to panic a bit in the kitchen but she's like okay my turkey's ready it's showtime I at least have this um, back at Degrassi Darcy's cleaning up and Peter offers her Peter offers her a ride home and she's like oh like I know you could drive and he's like yeah oh yeah no like I didn't hit that guy I have a license and she's like okay and I'm like oh lord Peter like <laughs> What is this, boy? Like, stop. Also, but, um, like, Darcy, yeah. this man trafficked you on the internet. Trafficked your <laughs> fucking pictures. He did. <laughs> no, and was, like, like was literally pimping you out to an older man for money. Like, yeah. let's... If, if you're gonna Greek. If you're gonna forgive Pete... <laughs> he like, speaks Greek to homeless people. <laughs> 
what the fuck is it with Peter and these writers that they're like, oh my gosh, Peter, you know, he's just so adorable and so forgivable. Like, who could hate Peter? And I'm like, everyone could hate Peter. He is the most hateable person ever. Well, especially because we still haven't seen the character do anything that's redeemable. Like, he was nice to Emma when she was anorexic, but then, like, then got her boyfriend, like, her ex-boyfriend arrested. Like, he never did anything that was like, I've learned my lesson, I'm, I'm better. He just like goes from one disaster to another. He just like destroys different people's lives and they just like don't only know part of the story. So like, oh yeah, like you're cool. And then like, he like burns your house down. <laughs> and then they, he just moves on to the next okay. town. <laughs> He's like the Professor Harold Hill of Degrassi. He just like moves from town to town with his like schemes and his, <laughs> and his like his cons. <laughs> but he can sing. Literally. <laughs> Like let's let's go back to fucking uh, whatever Peter's last school. Also, what was the reason that they had to move into Degrassi? Mm-hmm. We never got to that. I feel like Peter got kicked out of his last school for something real dark. Probably. And the only reason that he could get into Degrassi is because Miss H is a new principal. Exactly. And the only reason they hired her is because they had to get rid of Radich after the shooting. She was behind the shooting. I think she was behind the shooting because she's like, Peter needs to go to a new school. So this is the tea. I'm going to make sure that mm, the school shooting was an inside job. (laughs) Jet fuel doesn't melt steel peeps. It was Miss H was behind the shooting. Listen. Oh God! And if if nothing else, Peter is the one putting out that that pod that internet podcast saying it did. Oh my God! Wouldn't Miss H and Peter be on Milf Manor? She's like yes. Peter Stone. Yes, yes. Get out of this yes. room! I'm trying to get fucked. And he's like, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, because Peter Peter later. Because he's going to fuck over too many young girls that they're not going to put up with this stuff anymore. That he's going to have to start moving on to older women. Because he's lazy as fuck and he doesn't want to, like, do anything for himself. Yeah, he wants a mommy. Like, he's, like, that privileged... Yeah, he's he's the, he's he's that privileged guy that, like, eventually becomes lazy. And, like, can't even, like, take the, like, the mountains of money that he does and, like, just, like, keep it. He, like... <laughs> squanders it away so he has to like turn to older women to support him as a sugar mama yeah he has to turn to like like, widows oh god so he like like, has has him has them put well before and then before the the widow dies he like they'd like write him into the will he's that guy the kids have to go to like a swiss boarding school That's like an actual nightmare. Can you imagine Peter as a stepdad? Ah, he'd be terrible. Like twenty-two-year-old Peter. Ugh, gross. Um, but Paige presents the turkey to everybody. Um, she cuts it open and it explodes, which she should have gotten like third-degree burns because like hot stuffing, hot wet stuffing. Tell me about like it, she yeah. should have like died, but like she. <laughs> Because it, like, yeah. it was, like, full force. Like, she should have, like, fucking, like, died in that moment. Um, it, yeah. it blows up all over her. And everybody's laughing. And she runs out. And she starts to have a panic attack upstairs. And I'm like, someone get this girl a Zanny script stat. Um, 
Marco comes up to check in on her and he's like, what's going on with you? Like, it's not a big deal. It's just like a turkey, but like you've just been like really off. And she says she feels like an idiot and an imposter and she just like doesn't know what to do. She's so stressed. She's so much work to do. Uh, Marco attempts to give her a pep talk and like relate, but like it's very clear that to Paige, she's like, we're not on the same level here. Because he's like, hey, I know how it feels. I got a C minus. My first C ever. And she's like, Yes. I have to go. Like, <laughs> she's like, I have to go to Banting <laughs> tonight. Um, yeah. yeah, like, thanks, but, like, no thanks. I This this is not, you know, small potatoes for you. Me, I got big potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. um, Peter drives Darcy home, and they're just, like, they're, like, kind of vibing. He's, like, revving his car engine and bragging about how fast his car goes. And she's like, no, it doesn't. And he's like, it does. She's like, no, it doesn't. So then a cop shows up. Cause like he's revving his engine in the street. Like you are draw, you're drawing so much attention to yourself right now. And it's cops on bikes, which is like mm-hmm. so embarrassing. Um, yeah. Like I'd be so embarrassed if like I, a cop on a bike, like stop me for anything. Like Hold you over. Like, are you fucking kidding? You are like, you literally are on a children's toy. Like I'm not, you're not real. Um, mm-hmm. But they they ask for his license and registration. They run it and find out that it has indeed been suspended. And Darcy's like pissed, and then she pies him. And I'm like, where did the pie come from? I know it was Thanksgiving, but she just have a. I didn't know she had a pie on her lap. Did you see it? I think before they left the soup kitchen, uh, Peter was like, they said like, oh, like I'll bring pie, and there's extra pie I can bring or something. Oh, I, I missed think, that. I think they're setting it up for this moment. It was like dead ass. It was like they were talking, and all of a sudden there was a pie, and I was like, "Where did that pie come from?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "What?" Pie in the face, hairnet comedy. Yeah, they're like hairnet comedy, pies and faces. We have to do both um, if we want to get public funding. <laughs> um, he'll never change, though. Back at Banting, Paige is still procrastinating on this work. She's, like, doing solitaire and shit. And they they did this earlier, but, like, I guess Paige is a candle girly. She had candles with, like, Alex and stuff. So they show – because they had set up, like, the fire. So they right. see, like, she's candles. But they didn't get the right candles. Cause, like, she would have gotten, like, like the fat, like, scented ones. They had, like – they were, like, church candles. They were, like, tall, like, candelabras. And I'm, like, yeah. I can't see Paige sitting here, like, how – is she, like, in the craft? Like, earth, air, fire, water? Like, what's going on? Right. Like, is she in a coven? Like, um, but um, she, like, she's, like, but, you know, those are not allowed in the dorm for good reason because she throws no. her books into the wastebasket and then the candle, too, and she's, like, mm, smirk. And then she's, like, oh, no, it's actually a fire. And then to be continued. Listen, the this is the one part of this two-parter that I'm, like, since when does anxiety make you into an arson? Like an arsonist. <laughs> For Paige, it does. She's like, I know I'm going to do it. I'm going to burn this shit down. And I'm like, I guess they were trying to be like, oh, like self-sabotage. But it could have been more impulsive, less than action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost feel like what would have probably but, been more likely is that she would have like just gone to party. She was like, just join the party outside yeah, and, and then, like, and just ignore. I'm like, I, yes. I just need to like get away. Drinking though can they can make panic attacks worse, but that happens after you drink. Drinking, <laughs> I don't say the drinking makes your anxiety. your anxiety better, but like, it it does temper that feeling, and 
until you have a hangover the next day and then your anxiety is really bad. Oh my God. I remember the first time I had, I realized what anxiety was and I was like, oh, I wish I never realized this. <laughs> I just wish I thought I felt miserable because the hangover. I think when I, someone explained to you what anxiety was, I was like, oh damn, now I'm self-aware and now I'm like very aware of it. So I actually never heard that term before. Hangxiety? Yeah, like the anxiety you feel the day after drinking. Um, and yeah, realizing like it's obviously you feel like shit and then you're also like trying like sometimes like, you know, if you're drinking like for me, like I always get really bad anxiety of like, oh my gosh, I drank. I was talking too much. Like I'm I, I didn't even do anything like really embarrassing But I just become super, super, like, anxious and, like, worried about, like, me being annoying the night before. Even though, literally, I'm not the annoying drunk girl. I'm literally just, like, maybe talking too much. I assume that you meant anxiety is, like, oh, you just feel, like, just generally, like, a bit more anxious than usual. You're describing what I've always felt, and I did not know that that was the anxiety. You just made a breakthrough. I thought I was just like, oh, I'm just overthinking things. Because I definitely have had that experience. Like, it doesn't always happen, but going out and I'm just like, I, I groan a lot. I'm just like, oh, yeah. God. Like, I was like, was I, and I never do anything wrong. I'm always like, when I'm, when I'm drinking, oh, yeah. I pretty much my best behavior. Like, if anything, when I'm yeah. like really fucked up, it's I have to deal with it by myself. It's never like I'm ever like belligerent or anything. Yeah. But for some yeah. reason, I'm just like, oh, you. Yeah. You. It's the anxiety. <sighs> Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit, that is what it is. Yeah. Huh. So it's kind of helpful, like, knowing it, but also it's like, oh, then you're like. (laughs) Maybe I should drink less. It's helpful, but then it just kind of makes it, (laughs) basically, that's what, but it's all, yeah, definitely, that's another kind of thing of, like, I definitely thought I definitely thought that was, like, a me thing. Like, I just was being dramatic. Oh, that was a universal experience. And that, that, Hmm. yeah. So like we kind of think of like what you're saying, right? Like drinking, like literally will kind of push that on like to the next day and kind of like almost exacerbate those kind of feelings as well. Wow. Hmm. No one's safe. It's real life. (laughs) No one is fucking safe. Ugh, is is nothing sacred anymore? Like drinking until I black out. God, come on. This these people these days. Anyway, um, we still have a part two to jump into. Um, free yes. fallen part two. Did I not? Okay, synopsis. In the aftermath of her dorm fire, Paige decides to drop out of college and move back to Toronto due to her poor grades. She now has to deal with her reoccurring panic attacks by herself since no one can know the truth. Meanwhile, Peter's determined to show Darcy that he's changed. He hasn't. Yep. Spoiler alert, he hasn't. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, our cold open is the fire alarm going off in Paige's dorm. And... um, but it's it, we we realized that the fire was kind of contained just to the room and to the trash can. It was put out pretty quickly. Very um, lucky. And the RA, very lucky. I was when we were reading the synopsis last week. I was like, dorm fire. Oh my gosh, <laughs> people almost die. But it's 
it's a pretty, I guess the, the anxiety induced, um, uh, uh, arson is, is, is not too, too consequential. Um, yeah. As said, <laughs> um, but the RA is asking, you know, what caused it? You know, you know, he's like, I won't find any uh, melted candle wax in the trash can, will I? Because he's an RA. He knows that people still use candles, even though we're not supposed to. <laughs> um, and um, uh, Paige is like, no, you know, it's just my, my computer is kind of like on the fritz. Um, and... The RA is like, okay, whatever, but you know, you're gonna need to stay. You know, you're, you're gonna need to crash in the common room for a while because of you know the room and the damage. And uh, Paige is like, holy shit, this is not in the plan. I got all this shit to do. She kind of goes off on the RA, yelling at him, um, and. Uh, you know, she's kind of like rambling, not rambling, but listing off all of the stuff that she has to do and kind of like the overwhelmingness of all the tasks. And she's like, shit, my problems just got a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to uh, the unit, we're in the university, like uh, teaching buildings and she's walking to go. She's, she's walking up to go X for another extension with the teacher um, and she ends up um, getting a call from Alex, and Alex apologizes for the other day when she, you know, was kind of teasing Paige, lovingly teasing her, but, um, you know, apologizing for, like, she didn't realize that Paige was in a bad way the other day in the bathroom, and and at Thanksgiving, and Paige says that she's fine, everything's fine, I'm doing fine, it was just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of make up over the phone. Paige goes up to the teacher and she asks for an extension because of the fire and, you know, just other circumstances. And the teacher, listen, the teacher's being a teacher. Um, but she's also kind of, you know, being a little bit of a hard ass and kind of setting the boundary. Um, yeah, she's like, but she's also being exceptions for everyone. But she's also being like, I think, fair in my mind. Like, where it's like, okay, you yes, haven't. I, I mean, so. she doesn't know what's going on the page, like, men- like mental health. But like, you've uh-huh. ran out of a exam. You skipped out on a bunch of work. She gave you a weekend to catch up to do a take home exam, to do the work, make up the work. She didn't mention anything about doing it for half credit. It's like she's gonna do a full credit. Go, you just do it again, and come back. Then you come back and now you need, oh, uh, this, these things happen. And it's like, okay, you have until 5 p.m. Bring me what you have. Like she's being fair. Yes, I, I think yes. like, you know, yes, I get yes. Paige's situation is like really fucked up. But like considering she doesn't know the full scope of what's going on, it's like that's pretty forgiving for, for, a, for a professor at Banting, the Harvard of the North. You know? Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. I, I agree. Um, and, but again, Paige is not wanting to kind of, because, right, if, if Paige is, what what's, I guess, at, this, at the time when you're in these situations, you don't realize, like, hey, if you're kind of honest about what you're going through and what's going on, like, there are resources to help you. And, like, you know, you could be like, I'm having a panic attack. 
I possibly, I may or may not have caused a fire in my dorm because of my anxiety. I think I need just a little bit longer to kind Which, of like but there get my shit together. There aren't though. And like, I'm only saying this because there was a recent story, I think out of Yale or Princeton where they're like, oh, they're no longer basically not quite forcing, but strongly implying to students if you come, if you go to them with mental health stuff that they will tell you like, you should, you should leave. Like they do that. They would Holy a lot shit. of these Ivy Leagues like schools. And it's, it's no shocker that like there's such a high rate of suicides right. at these like high performing universities because they of course can't kick you out. They're not gonna tell you you have to leave, but they will suggest like maybe you you need to go. You, yeah. You're not cut out. So it's like while Paige, I agree wow. with you, it's like honesty is good in high performing universities. Like these saying that you have and the issue with the stigma saying you have a mental health problem can actually like hurt you long term. So people don't say anything and they just kind of power through true. it and like don't admit it. So it's like, I think this is accurate to the show to be like, I'm just going to, you're just, yeah. you're just, you flounder until you burn out. And in Paige's case, she ends up leaving. But in some of the really bad cases, students, you know, complete suicide. Damn. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hopefully like, that becomes like, precedent well, like, with like, Princeton and other universities that they start to do that and yeah. stop doing that. I mean, but I mean, like that's, I mean, that's the same case for like even jobs as well. Of, like, uh-huh. is it, you know, it's all fine and dandy if you could just be honest and, you know, be upfront with people about, you know, you uh, have to remember feel that was, secure uh, to be able to say that. And like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because I know that's also um, uh, an issue as well with um, job hiring as well. If you're too honest about s- things that you deal with, you're not a hireable person anymore. You at that don't. Point. Dis- you so. do not disclose. I know that's definitely something that I mm-hmm. like. For example, like okay, for jobs, if you're applying for for some government jobs and stuff, and jobs like if you're trying to get like clearance, they will ask you questions about if you've been medicated in the past. And, like, if you're trying to get a job that requires very high security clearance, that can actually jeopardize you getting into a career in those spaces. So, like, even if it was, like, years ago and medication saves people's lives all the time, even asking questions like that implies, like, you know, do you want to out yourself as having to have, like, having had a history of mental illness? Because that actually might disqualify you from – but they they won't say that. They won't say it. I think they have a lot of, like, go around and they can, like – Exactly, yeah, loophole. Yeah, they can definitely not take you because you were clinically depressed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very true. Interesting. Gross. (laughs) I was just like, oh, God. Um, But, yeah, Paige is in in a tough situation now. And, again, adding to the stress and worry. Um, that's why, I, that's why I'm Degrassi, trying to pursue a career Pete, in comedy because everybody's mentally ill. Listen, <laughs> it, it only adds to the craft. <laughs> well, I guess, listen, it's, it's part of my charm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're at Degrassi and Peter's parents are yelling in Mrs. H's office because Mrs. H is, is the mom. And um, they're kind of yelling about, you know, yelling about Peter, but then us end up arguing with each other about how it's the other one's fault in their parenting. Um, Peter's dad storms off and argues with the mom, Mrs. H, on the way out. 
and um, Darcy overhears all of this. Mm-hmm. And this is just adding to his quote-unquote charm. She's like, oh my gosh, she speaks Greek. Oh my gosh, she has troubled home life. Oh my gosh, she's so hot. <laughs> she was just... <laughs> Darcy, falling Darcy, into a puddle. I'm like Darcy. Go hit up Emma and talk. Like the problem with the the, the the girls on this show don't talk to each other enough. I'm like, you need to go talk to Emma and Manny. But like Darcy doesn't even need to talk to them. He already fucked her over. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Damn. Even I forgot. Like yep. True. <laughs> Peter got me. I was like, oh yeah. Like, like I forgot all Darcy. about that. And we just talked about it ten minutes ago. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> He's so powerful. We have Darcy Braid. He just has Papu, and I'm like, ah, Peter. Oh, <laughs> Peter, you're <God>. so funny. <laughs> oh, God. I don't get it. Um, but she, you know, she overhears and is very much like having sympathy towards him, um, which I'm like, okay, you can have sympathy, but let's leave it at that. Don't draw the line. Let's just draw the line, Darcy, but she can't. Mm-hmm. We're back at Banting and Paige is in her dorm or in the common room and she's going over to the to-do list. And I was like, damn, Degrassi, you really coming for me and my neck. Like you're you're obviously filming my life <laughs> and putting it into a scripted format. <laughs> Me overlooking like a to-do list and looking at the time and then calculating okay what's the bare minimum i can do to like get by it's or like, like 4 what's 20 excuse I can use? right i'm like it's 40 minutes i'm like babe like, <laughs> i like i empathize but oh like, my Paige, god age like what like you any, yes like yes like oh like i like listen and this is where i'm gonna be annoying as much as I've been avoided and procrastinator, I've I it always got done. That's the, I'll always say like my the fear of just a failure was enough that I'm like I have to finish this, come hell or high water. So seeing it being like four twenty and she's like she hasn't written anything, I'm like pack it up, pack it in, babe. Oh no, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> like I. If I was at if I was at four twenty at this point looking at a to do list, I'd be like, okay, well, we need to take these emergencies farther. Like, I wouldn't have actually I wouldn't have actually harmed anyone, but I would have like, like put the pieces together of like figuring out an elaborate plan of an Calling excuse, a bomb threat. and then have. <laughs> like, I would have had some evidence of like, oh my gosh, my someone's dying, like. I or like I would have gotten to the hospital with like appendicitis symptoms, like something. Like I definitely used to like, like that's easy in like classes and stuff where I was like like in math classes where I was feeling really anxious. I used to fantasize like I should just like fake a seizure and like I used to think this all the time when I was like thirteen. And obviously, I realized it's incredibly ableist. I would never do this, but I used to really sit there being like, "What if I just like got up and faked? Like, how long could I like?" could I like fake a seizure well enough that they like, <laughs> and I would consider it where I would consider like getting up and fainting. Like I just considered a lot of things. I never did it, but I was like, how can I get out of this sticky I'll, situation? I'll admit I did that. I fake fainted once at basketball practice. <laughs> Sneak doses. I fucking hated basketball in high school. You fake fainted? Like, but I like forced myself to could, I fake fainted. Remember when I hurt my ankle? I like I like stretched it out for an extra month longer. Oh, I, I was say, is that from the fainting? Like, 
Like, the ankle was for the face. I fainted. I fake fainted and then hurt my ankle. <laughs> like, Lord, no, what? I actually did hurt my ankle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I remember my ankle. My ankle. It was. A, it was. It was a very bad sprain. But I remember, like, I was like, I could do this for another month. Like, like. So I, I in the sense, like, I did. I couldn't. My ankle wasn't good enough to play basketball. I was like fine walking around for like because I was on crutches for a while. That was real. Yeah. And then I, I remember once I was off crutches, and they're like, "Okay, so you can start practice again." I'm like, "Oh, I don't know." Because <laughs> I, I was, I fucking hated. Can I basketball. ask you something? I had, I had, did your parents yeah. like yeah, make? Did they like really want to play basketball? Like, why did you feel so compelled to like play basketball? Um. Well, my adult self, my adult self-realization self realized um, I was really uh, worried and anxious that like if I quit basketball, my parents were going to be like deathly disappointed in me, uh-huh. and like I would fail the family. <laughs> like that that that's how ridiculous it sounds I mean, now, but yeah. like that's what I was. <laughs> that's what it feels but like, like I mean, you know this. I fucking hated it. Yeah, I know you I hated, you hated your teammates. I faked an injury for an extra month. Like, I definitely didn't know <laughs> you were fucking, faked it they were for the an worst. extra month. But like, yeah, I remember you hating. I remember you hating it. Yeah. I remember thinking like, why does she do this? Like, stop doing it. Like, I, yeah, assumed, I, was, I, I assumed it was like, oh, you're, I guess her parents must be like really like, they must like love her playing basketball. And I was like, I guess why she keeps doing this shit. Well, they did. But I remember like realizing it today, like I could have very easily been like, mom, dad, I don't want to play anymore. And they would have been like, okay. But, like, I, I in my head, like, literally only in my head was, like, they will be so disappointed. My family will be distraught if I stop playing basketball. Me, we the will, worst person on the fucking team. the house <laughs> if I quit, okay? Trust. <laughs> and I I was fucking terrible. Well, also, because I, 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 I got very nervous about basketball. So I, was, I would get so nervous that I would mess up. Yeah. That I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> so, and those girls on the, um, art, the basketball yeah, team, like, like the women's basketball team, they were like intense. Like they were like. Yeah. They were. They were like bitches. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. If anyone was listening, like, pull up. But like. They were. Um, they were like mean. I, and like not even like. I never witnessed something mean to you that wasn't your team, obviously. But I just remember, like, the girls were just, like, no, really, no. like, I did not like that, like, any of them. They were, like, just, like, really bitchy. Yeah, they were. They were. The coach was intense. I still, like, like maybe, like, three times a year, I'll still have, like, a panic dream like that I'm at basketball practice. And, like, I'll wake up from it, like, like breathing heavily. Like, you know what dream <laughs> okay, I've been having lately? I keep having a reoccurring dream where, like, I am in high school. But it's not – It's I'm in high school, but it's not our high school. It's, like, my brain's high school. Like, I, I go to the same school every time. So it looks kind of like Paint Branch, but not quite. And then, like, I, yeah. I keep getting the one where it's, like, oh, shit. Like, I've missed, like, all of, like, the, the classes for, like, this one English class. I keep having it. It happens and then all you can't of the graduate. time. Yeah. Well, not can't graduate, but it's, like, yeah. it's nearing the end of the semester. I'm, like, oh, shit. Like, it's always an English class, I think, specifically because there's books. I'm, like, shit – can I get away? Can I just take the final maybe and see how that works? Like, I did not read any of these right. books, though. Like, how can I swing this? Like, could I watch the movies? Could I, yeah. like, read the Cliff's Notes and, like, figure and, like, wing it? And it keeps happening lately. Yeah, there's, like, there's, like, some weird, like, inner child, like, worry, <laughs> anxiety that, like, creeps into your dreams sometimes. So and, like, it's a full on nightmare. Yeah. Like, I'll wake up from it being like, oh, my God, thank God it's not real. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like oh, shit. God. Like, I almost failed. 
Like, and I'm like, okay, yeah. that was. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm 30 years old. Like, why am I having? This yeah, dream? I'm like, when is this dream gonna stop? Because like, it's it's high. It's never been like college. Always high school specifically. And yes. I'm like, oh fuck, yes. like they're reading all quite on the Western Front. I haven't. Oh my god. It's 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 weird. It's weird. Oh my it's god. It's so weird. Wow. Brain is so human brain is like paid is demented. I hate it. <laughs> it truly. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then imagine like literally me with the fucking dementia at eight years old. I'm gonna be like, I gotta make it to basketball practice. My <laughs> English exam. I, I need to read these books. Like that's gonna be us. And they're like, they're there, grandma. <laughs> it's okay. Calm down. Like oh, Jesus! Like it's not even like real adult shit. It's like our high school. Like yeah, Lori. they're like wow, she's really, she's really, she's really going. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh god. Um, but uh, and all this worry, um, Paige on the computer. She's like, it's four twenty. She doesn't. She doesn't take our advice. <laughs> She goes the other route. Is <laughs> that call of, of going bomb, bomb, calling a bomb threat? Click clack click clack. College essay uh, service paid for. Click clack click clack. Doesn't even scroll. Clicks on the first she one. Should not read it? Scroll <laughs> for some decent. <sighs> Listen, I've never done this, I've but never like said if that. I did, I would go to all lengths of like trying to get away with it yeah like the laziness of it is what gets you i would sooner yeah. pay someone to um, write my paper than to pay, buy it thank you because at least the odds of them turning in the same coursework is very like limited versus like and you pick the first one that means like it's algorithm optimized bitch it's seo many clicks have happened <laughs> thank you Duh. go to the third page dummy <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> thank you i love her but also like, Paige, Paige, Paige me off here. I'm like Paige, what the fuck wake up thank you thank you <laughs> this is like like when i when imagine like a friend doing this be like oh my gosh i'm about to get a cat kicked out of college because i bought an essay and i'm like well how'd you get caught and they're like well i just clicked on the first one you're like you clicked on the first one you idiot come on you're i'm like you know that. what you're not a banting girl get out Bant- no. a banting girl would know come better on. okay and also at Banting, you could find some good ass people to write your essays. Okay. Also at Banting, you could find some good ass Adderall. Fucking, you could have whipped that shit up in one night. I don't know why she was doing. I'm like, you go listen. It's not great. You already have anxiety, but you could get some Adderall. You could write this. <laughs> you could. There's possibility you could, you could knock a shit out of the night if you tried hard enough. <laughs> you know what? If we were friends with Paige, we'd be like, "Listen, this is here's your coping me- mechanisms. We're gonna push off you realizing, self-realizing your anxiety and panic attacks until later in life, so you can get through college. Yes. Okay, it's not until your first job that you're gonna realize what this panic attack is. But we can get you through college safely. Yes, I can get you. I can get as you graduate friends. as a dancing, as a dancing girl. You can get through." All right, you said you get a script for Adderall, and it's Banting again. It's a high-performing university. There's so much Adderall, and it's like the it's 2007. Oh, baby, there's so much Adderall. This is before the shortage. Yes. there's so much Adderall on this, this yeah. campus. Like your roommate, you could just you could just scream down the hall. Anyone got Adderall? And the doors will you hear, open. You just hear, you know, from like the bottles. It's like, <laughs> like you know, and um, and like the yeah. wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. He's like, you want to hear a hillbilly maid call? And he's like shaking the bottle. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> literally, 
You want to hear a banting bitch man call? Right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen, we are not endorsing, um, you know, we are not endorsing, um, whatchamacallit? The misuse of drugs. This to deal with your anxiety. Um, but at the same time, we can get you through college. You, you know, she, there's nothing healthy about getting through Zanny college. It's all there. unhealthy. She could know a lot of things. Come on. Find you some weed, Paige. <sighs> I wish we would have gotten like her, like her, her trial tribulation of trial and error of, of figuring out different coping mechanisms and those failing and then her dealing with it. That would have been more fun. Yeah. I wish she had gotten Adderall addiction. Is that, I feel like that must be an episode later. Yeah, I think I think someone starts doing pills at some point. But I don't know which ones. Yeah, the fact that there hasn't been an Adderall episode yet is kind of surprising. Oh, uh, there was a Ritalin um, episode with Jimmy, but that's just one time. Hey, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. But it was for basketball. It was for basketball. Um, what, a, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Okay, we're back at Degrassi. Who cares? Darcy hands Peter a bus pass. They both apologizes and he asks her out, but Darcy's playing hard to get. She vaguely says yes, but it's clear that she's like kind of enticed. Um, I wish they would brush her extensions. I'm sorry, but like she needs a brush in her extensions. They just, they just slapped them in there and left them. This is that. Yeah. And I feel like she's, she like teased them at some point and never detangled them. Yeah. It's giving like Chelsea to Boer. It's kind of like matted extension. <laughs> yes. 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 So <clears throat> Paige turns in her paid for essay and the teacher is like, she's, she's skeptical. She's probably seen this before. She's like, oh, you're stressed out. And then all of a sudden you got a, a ready turned in essay she immediately reads it and she notices the plagiarism right away. She's like, damn, you know, I've seen this essay like five times in the past like two years. She looks like, genuinely like gutted, no. like disappointed. Like I think she, I, I really do think in her heart she was like rooting for Paige to like pull together. And it was like, yeah, I gave you all these trans chances and you like handed this shit into me. Yeah, because I bet, I wonder if like Paige, because was it, this is like the end of the first semester she probably was, like, Paige was probably, like, a really, like, I mean, Paige is a good student, right? She got a scholarship to Banting. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, a promising student, and I feel like it just started all piling on. Mm-hmm. So I think the teacher probably noticed that and was like, okay, you know. She's I'll capable. Give you this extra time. Yeah. I think she's smart. And she, was and she definitely disappointed. And then she just, like, gives her. And, like, Paige didn't play it right, because you, you talk to the lady, like, oh, my God, like, I had no time. And then, like, in, like, an hour, you have, like, a 20-page, like, Come on, Paige. Yeah, wake up, sweetie. Yeah. Oh, poor thing though. She's desperate. Um. Yeah, but the teacher's like, listen, you can take this zero, or I can report you to the dean. So she's actually even also nice because she's not reporting the plagiarism. Mm-hmm. Um. She um and Paige is like, listen, I don't fucking care. I'm done. She decides to quit banting. Um. She goes scorched earth. She hates it. Yeah. She's like, I I'm hate like, banting. 
That's like, oh, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> Very poor thing. Um, we're at the park. Uh, Peter is, well, because I think uh, P- this is where Peter had invited Darcy on the date. Peter is there doing community service, picking up trash. And Darcy shows up and she's surprised because she thought this was a date and not just meeting him for community service. Um, a mess. Which is, t- it's tough. It's tough. Um, he hands her some flowers, which are just weeds. And um, he it's <laughs> he just adds, continues adding fuel to the fire. And he's like, hey, yo, Darcy, can you ask your pastor to sign some forms for me volunteering at the soup <laughs> kitchen? <laughs> and I'm like, he ate shit. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're oh little, your little crush is a convict. That's why. Yeah. And also, she, she was like, oh, so the time I was spending together was just like for you to get community service. And I'm like, yeah, Darcy. Yeah. This date is also that situation. Okay. Well, hey, in, I'm going to give Peter oh. a, a bit of a doubt, actually. All right. Darcy did okay. ask Peter to come to the soup kitchen. He didn't ask to come to the soup kitchen. He did already like her, and then he and then she said, "Come, to, come to this thing." And he went there thinking it was a date, or he brought, he brought flowers, and then she was like, "Perfect, we're doing this." So I way I look at it is like he came actually to hang out with you, and then you're like actually go to work. So he was like, "Well, I might as well to get the hours be like I'm trying to get to get this shit scrub off my record like." I might as well. I was here for five hours. Like, that's like, that's, that's five hours. It's a lot. Like, I might as well get the hours. I kind of like, I get it. It's the one time I'll ever defend Peter. But I'm like, yep, Teresa, you actually asked him to come. And he did come. And then he was like, well, two birds, one stone. Listen, it's not the worst thing he's done, um, but it's not good either. No, it's not good. It's not good at all. But like, I also would be like, <laughs> after that shit, I would be like, damn, though, I did that shit for like five hours, though. Like, I still got like 40 hours, five hours. Like, that's like a little something. Like, the 35 hours left. Like, you know, like I do this, like, I have to do a shit after school. Like, that was actually like, that was like three days worth of work. I can't even do longer than two hours because then I have to do like, my homework. Like, I would have been doing like the like convict math, math and like, <laughs> All right, like, all right, like, like, that's like five to ten years on good behavior. If I like work in like commissary, maybe like, like you know, so I get it. Yes, yeah, but I mean, like, honestly, Peter's just being Peter. Like, there's no surprise here. Also, that he's like, (laughs) it's 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 a. It's a decent thing, I guess, I teach, for Peter. He, teach, he wasn't like a GED he, class. Yeah. Like that's like a, a whole year could be shaved off this shit. Like that's what I would be doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he sucks. <laughs> um, Degrassi, or not Degrassi. Darcy doesn't want to be his community service hookup. Um, and Peter, being Peter, is like, I don't get it. I don't- <laughs> I don't get why you're upset by this. Why, why are you mad? Nobody's like, perfect. <laughs> like, nobody's perfect, Peter, but you're not even good. You're not even on the good end of the spectrum. Yes, you are on the naughty list. You're on the bad end. <laughs> like, nobody's perfect, but you're not even good. So, like, <laughs> oh, 
God. And you're literally doing community service for the crime that you committed, okay? It's, it's like... Yeah, he still doesn't it, have doesn't any come, remorse it, this, or realization that, like, this is happening because of your actions. He's still just like, I didn't even hit the guy. It's like, Peter, stop. Like, what? I know. Uh. Um... We're at the dot. Alex and her girlfriend are at their celebration meal for Alex's good grades. And uh, Paige shows up kind of, you know, as a surprise visit. And she's like, lunch is on me. We're just here to celebrate our girl. I want to get to know, um, what's the, what's Alex's girlfriend? Carla. 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 Mm -hmm. Carla. Um, You know, I want to get to know you and, you know, the meal is good. Alex is surprised that Paige is there. Uh, Carla's, you know, friendly enough. They're chatting. But Alex is kind of like, why are you really here? What's going on, Paige? Yeah. She knows Paige and she knows something. But it's about. also like the gayest thing I've ever seen. Like, Paige is hanging like, out with her ex-girlfriend and his her ex-girlfriend's girlfriend. I'm like, of course. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Paige is like, I don't know what I am. I'm like, gay. Like, this <laughs> is... This is you're, very you're, you're giving gay. This is very savage of you. Like this, this little like friend group. Like this. yeah. Um, we're at Alex's house after the dinner. It's just Paige and Alex, and Paige is dodging all of Alex's questions about why she's back. And Paige is like, you know, I just want happiness, and and I want some Alex. And I'm like, Paige is. Paige is flirting the house down, okay? She's she's serving up, like, hey, I'm here and here and ready. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm being subtle about it, but not really that subtle. But, like, not at all. Um, uh, Alex still doesn't buy it, but Paige ends up kissing her when Alex is tucking Paige in on the couch before bed. Which I'm like, Alex, you knew. When you were leaning down towards her head, you should have known that kiss was coming. You know, you just... Okay? You just know. Yeah. Um, And Alex wonders what the kiss is for and is obviously a little upset. And Paige, not really caring about many consequences, is just like, huh? And Paige is, or Alex is upset and goes to bed. Yeah. They don't talk about it. The next morning, Paige cooks an apology breakfast. Um, you know, kind of dismissing. She's like, let's just pretend last night didn't happen. Um, and Which is still Alex really is like, shitty. I want to talk about... Like, okay, cool. <laughs> you piss me now. You're like, ha no. Eat these waffles. Yeah. It's also giving... A, it's like flashback to when they first kissed the first time. And this is exactly what happened as well. Yup. <laughs> Alex is like, I'm not doing this before. I was calling like, I've been now. through it, yeah. She's like, I have standards. Exactly. She's like, I'm not doing this bullshit. I got strays. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm smart. <laughs> um, Paige doesn't want to talk about it. Alex does. And Paige says that, you know, she's just home again and she wants to be happy and she wants to celebrate. And she's like, tonight we're having, we're going to karaoke. You know, things are happening. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. We're at Degrassi. Darcy hands Peter the signed soup kitchen form. And Peter apologizes. I put that in quotes because it's not really a real apology. No. <laughs> it's it's not great. Um, 
But he's like, listen, I really do like you. Um, and I really do want to be around you. Um, and she walks away after Peter says that. But she's obviously, like, invested and, in, like, kind of being, like, the little, like, look behind smirk. Like, you know, she walks away but looks back. Mm-hmm. So you know someone's still interested. I know. Tucking their hair behind her ear. <laughs> All those damn extensions. <laughs> um, we are at Toronto University at the admin office. The darkest place at any university is always the admin office or the financial aid office. And Paige is trying to transfer to Toronto U from Banting. And it's the middle of the semester. And the the office guy is like, well, I need um, your transcripts from Banting. And I'm like, Paige, did she think um, that she and- could just like walk in and be like, I'll have one Toronto University degree, please? And it's like, okay, <laughs> like I need paperwork, like... <laughs> My girl is yeah. not okay. She she definitely did. <laughs> She's like, um, but this reminds me of when I was younger when I when I would um, like be like, uh, this is too difficult. I'm gonna pivot to something else, and it'll be just like completely like a perfect pivot. No no extra things involved. Like it'll just be fine because you don't think of any because <laughs> you're too young to like realize any like difficulty that could happen. Right. It's like sure I'll, they offered me. I already applied. They accepted me. I'll just go there. It'll be fine. Like, yeah. Okay. Like I was doing marketing, but I could do pre-med now. I think like, I think that's fine. Yeah. Like I'm ready for that actually. <laughs> um, and he's like, no, if you don't send your banting transcripts, you're going to have to wait to apply next fall semester, which is a whole nother year from now. Um, Paige is spiraling and freaking out about what her mom's going to say and all the consequences of her failure in her mind. Um, and she ends up having like a panic attack, but this is more of like a crying, like in her car moment, which is how my panic attacks manifest. Oh, I love a good car My uncontrollable crying. I love a good car cry. Oh, yeah. Oh God! It's a shame that I yeah. don't drive much anymore now that I moved to New York because I haven't I haven't known that joy. Oh my God. But like, I love a good just like I'm just gonna ball my little heart out in my car. Um, there is something about the privacy of your car and just like being in your own space, but like outside and around people. But just like having your like you could scream, you can like cry, you can like blast music and like scream, sing to that. It's 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 a healing experience that it's I definitely miss as well. Truly a healing experience. Um, maybe I'll just like go in my car and just cry one of these days. And I won't drive anywhere. I'll just like get yes. in it in front of my apartment and then get out and I go back into my apartment. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, I'm not losing my spot. I'm not moving that car. Uh, listen, it's prime real estate. Mm-hmm. Um. We get to Darcy's house. Uh, Peter is at the... It's nighttime, and he's throwing pebbles up at her window. She's like, Peter, what are you doing here? Did my dad will kick your like, ass. Here for romance. <sighs> she loves it. <laughs> she's living. Yeah, she's... 
she, you know, Darcy is the type of girl that wears like cute underwear and like has her makeup done and like hair done to bed because she's like waiting for someone to come to her window. <laughs> she's that. Girl. She like sits wistfully at her window, like maybe they'll see my silhouette. But no, I'm up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. And she's like, if this is, she says that it's so weird. She's like, if we get caught, we'll both be in sugar. What the fuck does that mean? She's not really shit because she's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a good girl. I don't say shit. Like, we'll both be in shit. But instead of that, I'm going to say sugar. I'm like, why did you say trouble, dumbass? Like, <laughs> if we both get caught, Thank you. we'll Thank be caught you. in sugar. Like, what? <laughs> okay. Are you okay? Um. <laughs> Like, again, like, this is not, like, the 1950s. Like, what's what's that girl from Greece? Sandy. She's yeah. getting Sandy at the She's sleepover. She's like, jolly gee willikers. If my dad finds out, <laughs> we're both going to be in some deep poo-poo. <laughs> I can't say shit. <laughs> like, Darcy, what? Darcy, you were, you were posting yeah. ass and titties on the internet. Cut it out. Thank say shit. <laughs> She, she has she has bl- she has fucking men in black her memory and like she forgets everything. Well, I know you got I know you got I know you got shit in you shit in you. You can say it. Say it. God. Darcy comes out and she's like, "Oh my gosh, Peter! If if my dad sees you, she'll uh, he'll never let me see you again." And Peter's like, "Oh, so you want to see me again? Oh, okay. Oh." <laughs> Y'all, y'all deserve each other. That's what I'm convinced. Darcy ain't shit either. Yeah, they're both just terrible. At this point, Darcy ain't shit. <laughs> they're a mess. Oh, God. And Darcy's giving pick me, so she probably actually would end up with a Peter. She would. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Remember, she wanted like she wanted me? excitement, though, because like Spinner was like yeah, was all chased now. Though you could have also just dated regular Spitter before, and so you changed him and now then dump him. But now she's like, no, I want Peter. He's he's has a record. I'm like, Spinner got his best friend shot. That's dangerous. <laughs> like, isn't that also, exciting? Spinner have a have a tongue ring. Yeah. Spinner could fuck. Right. I don't know why she's all like Spinner fucks. Oh, I'm bored now. I mean, like, <laughs> on, to be honest, if if Darcy has said, you don't gotta be Christian no more. Spinner would have given up with God real quick. I don't think he was that committed. I think he was committed as so far as he likes you a lot. So he was like, I'm going to like do this thing. But, um, yeah, she dumped him. Yeah. Yeah. Spinner fucks. (laughs) Okay. He's a bad boy. He's also a a reformed bad boy. I mean, also Paige. I feel like Spinner's a good lover. Paige confirmed that. Remember? Oh, yeah. You know, oh yeah. She's like, oh, thanks for like. She's like, oh, thanks for that. I just like needed that before I went off to college, like, <laughs> like a pimp. Also, like, you're telling me, <laughs> you're telling me that Spinner doesn't pull like mad numbers as a waiter at the dot. Oh, of course. Because like Spinner and Degrassi like sphere is like, eh. but like Spinner like like Spinner outside of school like a working man at the restaurant is hot. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That should have been dangerous enough for Darcy. But anyway, this is she likes Peter now. Come so that's that's her that's her portion. Um Paige is late to karaoke and everyone is already there. Uh 
uh, Marco, Jimmy, and Spinner, and Alex are all there. And it reminded me of, uh, like, in uh, trying to be called KTV, it's like the private room karaoke, mm-hmm. where you just get with your friends and, like, order food and drinks. And I've always wanted to do that. I've most never... of my anxiety has happened I've never done after a karaoke. The, the private ones. I've always done, like, the ones, like, in the bar. But that looks, like, fun. Also, do you notice oh, what song they were singing? It's so much fun. No, so I didn't recognize it. I I didn't. I first heard. And I was like, I've heard this song before, but I don't know it. It's from Instant Star. And I think they used to play it in the commercial sometimes for like to promote Instant Star. It's called Anyone But You by Alexi Johnson. Oh. And I was like, Yeah, I was like, I do know this song, but like, I don't wow. know who this is. Interesting. It's okay. catchy. Noggin, the end universe, mm-hmm. cinematic universe. Um. Uh, but. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Paige, you're here. We've been waiting for this amazing news. And she straight up lies and says that she got a scholarship to Toronto U and she's coming back home. And everyone's like, wait, in the middle of the semester? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And she's like, yeah, they made an exception. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> and like, like, sure. Yeah. Alex is definitely the most skeptical of all. Um, and later on, I guess, like, they broke down or something in Paige's car. Um, and they're filling up with gas on the side of the road. Um, and uh, Paige is talking about, you know, like, with Alex. She's talking with Alex about how banting was great for her mom. But, you know, she just has connections back home. And, you know, she misses it. And she wants something different. Banting just wasn't for her. Um uh, while Alex is looking in the trunk of the car for some paper towels, uh, she sees a bunch of like test papers and essays with really bad grades on them and pages back. And they're like half burnt. Um, I'm like, she... did she just take all the stuff from the car, from the wastebasket and then just dump it in her car? Like throw it away. I don't know. <laughs> like, she's spiraling though. She's not doing well. Um, yeah, she's not doing well. Not doing well. Um, uh, but Alex knows this, but doesn't say anything yet. We get back to Degrassi. Darcy hands Peter a planner. She's like, this is my schedule of free time written in here. You can add your, when you're available and have free time. And then in those, you know, crossover times, we can have a date. And Peter's like, wow, you're like meeting me where I'm at. This is so great. What could go wrong? <laughs> Mrs. H pops up and hands him papers to a press conference that she scheduled for him. I was so confused. Which didn't I make was any like, sense. <laughs> for what? Like, what? I was very like. So she called the press. Yeah. For him to make an apology. I feel like it's been so long since this accident happened. Street racing. Yeah, I'm like, but then I first when I first heard it. I, I thought she was like, oh, I call, I, I heard about a press conference for another street racing <laughs> event. And so you're going to be, I, I pencil, I got, I got you. I a got two you a minute, spot. A two minute opening to <laughs> apologize. <laughs> like, either way, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be making a public apology. His dad also um, pulls up in his car and hands him his trash collection, collecting vest and says that he's going to be cleaning at his uncle's restaurant this weekend too. 
implying that Peter Peter's free time is now nearly diminished. Um, and the date is definitely going to be canceled. And Darcy is upset. Yeah. But you should have known, Darcy. You should have known. We get to the dot and Paige is looking at apartment listings with Alex. And she's like, look at these two bedrooms. That would be nice. And Alex is like, two bedrooms? And Paige is like, yeah, we can move in together. What <laughs> <laughs> the Paige. Paige is, is spiraling. She's here. like, yeah, girl, like, me and you, like, Carla will be fine. Like, I think she'll be fine with this. Honestly, she probably would have. Um... You know when people like write in listener letters like to podcasts and they're like, so I've been dating this girl Alex for like a few months now, but I don't really know if I like her ex Paige. She's kind of just coming back into the picture and suggesting that she move in with my girlfriend. Am I wrong for being upset about this? Like, am I the asshole it's for like, being upset yeah, that my wrong. girlfriend's ex-girlfriend just like moved in with my girlfriend <laughs> and like they just like hang out together all the time? It's like... <laughs> Like, God. Um, but Alex is looking over his shoulder, obviously waiting for someone, and Paige's mom shows up. And uh, it's clear that Alex has told her about what she saw in the trunk of her car, about the essays and the bad grades. And um, she's like, you need to talk to someone about this. And Paige starts having a panic attack. Um because it's all accumulating into this one moment. Her mom's about to find out everything. Mm -hmm. Um, We get to Degrassi for our final, finally, the last scene between Darcy and Peter this episode. Thank God. Um, (laughs) Darcy comes up to Peter. I guess he's waiting for the press conference. Um, (laughs) And... Uh, Darcy meets him and she sympathizes with him and is like, listen, you've got a lot going on. That's tough. Um, And he's like, listen, I know I have a lot going on. Like, I'm not going to always be able to be there and like have dates with you. But like, I'll never stop thinking about you. (laughs) Even if I can't be there all the time. Um, I didn't know. And they like hold hands. Something. Sorry to interrupt. But like. No, go Listener, ahead. Go ahead. are any of you guys Peter and Darcy fans? Like, like is this was like I feel like they were trying really hard to like show how sweet this was, and I just like I think when I watched it, I didn't buy it, and I'm watching when I was younger, and I'm watching it again now. I'm like, I still don't buy it. Mm, yeah, this is like this is if someone's shipping. Darcy and Peter. Yeah. Um, I have further questions. And what, are know? they like Parsi? <laughs> Dieter? Dita. Like, is there like a... Percy? D- Percy. Parsi. Yeah, they're Parsi. Parsi. Percy. Percy. Yeah, are there Percy stands out there? Let us know. <laughs> I'm, I'm... I'm nervous for you if you are shipping them, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they have their moment and somehow Peter looped in another one. Um, okay. So our final scene is outside the dot Paige and her mom are, are walking out and Paige's mom is kind of dabbing at her nose and her eyes. She's been crying, obviously. And Paige is pissed at Alex. She's like, 
why'd you have to tell her? Like, why didn't you tell me first? And Alex is like, well, you didn't tell me, you weren't talking to me about anything. I kept on asking you what's wrong and you refused to tell me. And she doesn't know why, why Paige wasn't talking to her about what was going on. And Paige is like, listen, I felt like a loser. I feel ashamed or she was ashamed. And she's like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that to you. And I loved this moment between the two of them at the end. Cause this is like true, like your person where it's like, I'm having this super dark moment. I literally have been having breakdowns all week, but like with my best friend person, like I can have like a funny little moment. Mm-hmm. And I love this yeah, because Paige is like, yeah, actually I really haven't been doing well. I actually started that fire in my dorm. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have laughed. It's like, bitch, what? Yes. Like, no, yes. you didn't. And Alex does laugh. And, and I'm like, like mm-hmm. yes, that's candles. true friendship. I put candles. No, he says it. And it's giving like, um, have you seen that TikTok where it's like me at my friend's funeral and it's like you like talking to the coffin and you're like, not you being dead. And like the two of you laugh. (laughs) It's giving that energy. Please do that at my funeral. Which I loved. Oh, I will. I will. Yes. And please be sure to have some good merch at mine. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. Um, I already got it. Like some nice, some nice totes that we, as we discussed. Yes. We gotta get some totes. Um, and, but then Paige is like, listen, I don't know what what I'm going to do. Like, what should I do? And Alex is like, Paige, or no, she said, she says, she calls like honey bun or, you know, silly goose. (laughs) What do you want to (laughs) do? Some some word of endearment. Yeah. And, oh, the, the, the Paige, what's their? Palix. Palix. Yeah. Yeah, Palix is back, and I'm here for it. I'm here. Their for dynamic it, is just yeah. so good together because it's such it's such a good like relatable friendship mm-hmm. in a way that like Emma and Manny have a friendship where they like go back and forth of like they have like a moment where they like don't they're not like communicating as well, but like there's no like Emma sabotage. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like they you know, they're, they're not like, like they're, there's no I don't think it's really like malice. I think they definitely can be mean to each other, but like it's yes. not I don't think there's like you know, this constant back and forth of like you know of just being shitty to one another. That was a great episode. Exactly. Um or a two parter. It was. Um did you did you pick a song that you think really um exemplifies this two parter? Um <laughs> maybe not most most exemplifies, but I chose um Who Says You Can't Go Home by Bon Jovi. Because I feel like especially, you know, when you're dealing with like anxiety, panic attacks, you it can feel very isolating. And I feel like it's important with um with anxiety to like remind yourself that like like there's people in your life that like like are there for you and fucks with you and like they're like they got you and like even at your like fucking like I I I burned my I was trying to burn my dorm down Alex like and they're gonna laugh at you and they're gonna be like listen it's okay we've all been there and like you know who says you can't go home 
You know, like it's never like an embarrassing thing to be like, I need to like take a step back and like get back to the people that matter, you know? Yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Um, I decided to go with Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie, which I mean, I know it's more kind of like a breakup song, but I think it's also kind of like, you know. I think Paige definitely has this feeling of like of like big girls don't cry like I have to just like power through this thing and it's like no girl mm-hmm. cry it's okay you're going through a hard time yes it's, it's all right to cry yes. I can't wait to see where this takes little Miss Paige um, speaking of which next week we'll be back for another two episodes episodes sixteen and seventeen love my way and sunglasses at night so if you don't want spoilers. It's time to say goodbye to us. Um, in Love My Way, um, in an attempt to return to her pre-banting glory, Paige goes on casual dates with both Spinner and newly single Jesse, which makes Alex jealous. Meanwhile, Snake isn't comfortable with Sean and Emma's level of intimacy. And in Sunglasses at Night, Marco is having a hard time dealing with Dylan's departure and becomes addicted to online gambling. What? Meanwhile, Peter and Darcy have to make a decision about whether they should go public. Mm, okay. <laughs> I feel like they have been setting up Marco's gambling addiction. I will give them that. Yeah, have they? We'll talk about it. You don't have to answer that like, question. There was like the, there, there was a time that that Ellie was addicted, and then they kind of like pointed like, "Oh my gosh, Dylan's poker's night." You know, like with his friends and <laughs> there was like all a bunch of gambling like, addicts. Subtly, but I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. Um, I don't remember this episode, but okay. Um, but yes, uh, this was so much fun. Like we said, be sure to hit us up on EWS Pod on Instagram. Go ahead and um, leave us a um, a review, a rating on Apple Pod. But if we don't have anything else, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. And as always, we'll catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads.